The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. This week on The Mud Peddlers. This week on The Mud Peddlers. We're actually doing some time traveling because... Dante and I are at day zero of Inseca, yeah. and we're doing like a little vlog thing. So at the end of every day, we're going to sit down and talk a little bit and talk about what our experiences are. The amount of people that I've met who are like, I talk to you all the time on Instagram. And I'm like, I don't know you. And they say their Instagram name. And, and I'm like, like oh, oh, that's yeah. okay. All right. Don't yeah. If you run up on me, don't run up on me with your government name, please. <laughs> <laughs> say Say we, your Instagram name. We all know Instagram names, but yeah. Yeah. But so I guess just like recapping, what is it? What has it been like so far today? Well, uh, first of all, I would like to say all these people out here who are like, because it gets cold in Sacramento, right? Yeah. But there's always a couple people who are like, oh, you don't know cold. I live in Ohio where it's real. Like we get snow. Yeah. I don't understand why you people got to make the weather of your origin, your personality trait. I don't, <laughs> I don't get why. <laughs> this episode hella hot, Dante. It is not as cold in Cincinnati, Ohio, as you guys made it seem I mean, it admittedly, it's not snowing right now. It's, it's pretty not cold. It's colder than Sacramento for sure, but you guys made it seem like I was going to the tundra. Yeah. It's not well, that cereal. How how we ended up in this moderately cold but not insanely cold state is uh, we well neither of us really slept. I spent. I'm two days strong right now. Oh my god. Yeah. I I spent the entirety of uh, yesterday evening as though it was the night before a convention because I was just like sitting there hammering away at the, with the sewing machine at, yeah. this, at this Handmaid's Tail outfit. With your kiln at 600 degrees oh when you're trying God. to pull out your little... Lindsay yeah. brought these little... Uh, what do they say? They're like it? little tiles that say Nolite te bastardes carbrandorum and it means don't let the bastards grind you down in like fake Latin basically. And right. It's, it's from the original Handmaid's Tale book. Right. And um, I'm giving them out to folks who I have conversations with about like my outfit which has been surprisingly nice. So like... Yeah, I thought I would have to like there are a couple. Here's, the way the dudes look at you is like, oh, there must be a cosplay something uh-huh. in town, right? But every lady who knows the reference uh-huh. looks at you with that like head nod of approval, like, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, I it's been actually doing. super cool to like occasionally meet people's eyes and then like have them have them there. They have like a smile or something on their face, and I just like smile and like, I no nod. Hundred percent thought I was gonna have to like somebody's gonna look at you and I have to look at them and be like, do it, see what happens. Yeah, no, everyone's been, like, super chill. See like, we happens. even, like, went out to dinner. Feel and... froggy, jump, boy. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, I'm really, really tired. Yeah, Lindsay, Lindsay's toasted. I'm really toasted, but but I'm trying, okay, so I'm trying to think of something. I'm right fun. here. Yeah. I'm listening to your tired story. So we're, like, you know, it's pretty cool, because we're, like, in this... In this Airbnb house, which is three stories, the top story definitely it's feels haunted. What the bottom story is as big as my actual house. Yeah, and, and it there's has two, two more of them. stories above that. Yeah, of the same amount of space. Well, yes, yes, and everyone's really nice. Like everyone's we're, very we're staying nice, yeah. with like ten. There's like what ten of us, twelve of us. Yeah, it's it's mostly. The, it seems like there's a core group of them, and they're all like really good friends, and they mm. they add people, and they kind of keep who they want throughout the years. What kind of add-ons? And I think we're we're the add-ons to see if they want to keep us throughout the years. I hope they want to keep us. I don't know. It depends. I assume it depends on whether we get invited next year. Yeah. And if the same group wants us, mm-hmm. and if it's like viable enough for us to go. Yeah, yeah. Because it's expensive. It's expen- Our tickets were taken care of, but we had to pay for our own Airbnb. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and flight. Yeah. Which, if you don't have Airbnb and flight money and the availability to take time off work, if you do have yeah. a nine to five, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, it's not it's not viable for everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I do get by Ensika inviting us. People who enjoy us will also buy tickets. So by them giving us free tickets, which are essentially free for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If two people buy tickets, they've already covered their sales and more. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been, it's, it's, it's cool to see even like within this first day zero, like, cause so basically we, we flew, we flew out of Sacramento at six in the morning and yes. we got to the airport at four, meaning I, uh, drove or not drove my, my mom drove us to the airport at like three thirty in the morning, which was baller by the way. Cause yeah. I didn't want to do that. Thanks mom. So, so we did that and then we flew from Sacramento to Seattle and then Seattle to Cincinnati. Yes. We met up with one of the folks we're staying with and drove to the Airbnb or Verbo, whatever place where we're staying. Right. And hung out for a bit, figured out where everybody's sleeping. And then we went to like the day zero of Nsika, which is basically kind of like a, like a little cocktail hour. So there was like some foods, there was like, like Dante and I both got cups. Yeah, I bought and... um, I bought a cup from Sarah Kin Ceramics. I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Here, here's her Instagram profile. But she has this delicious okay, I'll, red. I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Okay, I've been tr- I've been trying to develop this red myself for so long, and mm-hmm. like she was selling it, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hella cool. I yeah, I was surprised. Like you picked up that mug, and you were like. Where do I go about buying this? And I'm like, damn, dude. Yeah, I knew I knew exactly what it was. I follow yeah. her on Instagram. I'm pretty sure that's her. Yeah. But also, if, if, if I misrepresented the Instagram, I, I deeply apologize. But as far as I know, that is the only person who makes that type of red at that stability mm. and that, you know. Yeah, it's really nice. I it's ended up buying a mug, too. Sorry, Cody. Cody, my dear boyfriend, who <laughs> has started asking if I could bring some of my cups to the studio because our cupboard's getting ridiculously He's full. Like, stop making mugs. No, I can't. Can't stop. But no, it's just buying mugs. So anyway, so I got a really, really pretty mug. I can't remember who the artist is, but I'll link it in the show notes because I'm really tired. But uh, Lindsay's like, yeah, oh, eyelids oh. closing, tired. But the but the thing I was gonna say that was cool is that like after we went to the the Inseka thing, the Day Zero cocktail hour thing, a bunch of us went to dinner, and then you ended up chatting with the folks from Clayscape. Clayscape. Yeah. About like a bunch of chemistry stuff and like clay bodies and glazes, and it was just like, dang. Well, and you straight up said like, it's all Matt Cat's fault, really. Yeah. Because like he basically through his classes taught me glaze chemistry, and now I it's so hard to find someone who even knows the basic fundamentals of like flux ratios and things of that nature Mm -hmm. and this guy seemed to know at least enough to have a a viable conversation yeah yeah it was cool it was fun listening and and then i was like where are you guys from they're like oh we own clayscapes and i was like what (laughs) oh so you knew them beforehand well i i knew about them beforehand tim c talks about them all the time oh really but at the same i didn't know it was them you know i thought it was just two dudes with clayscape shirts on i'm like oh they love clayscapes like it would be like like me yeah it would be like me wearing an amico shirt like you know i do amico videos but like I'm not the owner of Amico. Right, 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 right. You know, but they were talking about how they were trying to uh, get their dry powder glazes out the door and how they're a little cheaper and oh, yeah, they're that more viable cool. that way. And that so, was super interesting. Actually, I feel like we should, yeah. like, just as a little, like, short note, like, go into that a little bit. I'm going to, I'm actually going to either buy or hopefully they'll give me some, because I don't want to spend too much money at the convention, mm-hmm. some of their dry powder glazes. I'll take them back and then I'll do at least, like, four or five episodes. Yeah, yeah. Because they put specific gravity on their bottles. Mm-hmm. And they like put ratios on their bottles, and I like I want to test them out, you yeah, know. Yeah. For people who don't exactly want to jump into making glazes all the way, 
but you might be tired of the same old boring like bottle glazes that you've been using for five, six, seven, mm. eight, nine years. So or are wanting to get more glaze for a cheaper amount because I yeah. think like the because when you buy like the pints of like the pre-mixed glazes that already have the water in them. Like, the shipping and everything like that is more expensive. The weight. Because of the weight. The yeah. weight alone. So, if you're just buying, like, the powder. So, anyway. Yeah. So, it's kind of... It's an interesting, like, dilemma that I didn't really think about, about how some consumers would be intimidated by the idea of, like, oh, how much water do I put it into it? It's like, oh, right. Like, that makes sense that that would be a concern yeah. why some people wouldn't buy the dry glazes, even though the dry glazes could conceivably be more... Uh, way less cost cost efficient way more cost efficient but not as not as potentially overwhelming as like making your own glaze people have asked me if like you know I make the glaze on glazy and I put it up there and people are like are you selling that glaze I want that glaze and I've thought about it and then I'm like can I just give it to them powdered and it occurs to me that the reason that glaze companies sell their glazes in the way they do that being brushed and bottled formed Mm -hmm. is because number one on God, y'all are lazy. <laughs> well, and know, a lot of you just want. Oh yeah, I get I get it that the ease of use item. Remember yeah. we had that discussion. It's yeah. like you get it off the shelf. Right, right, right. You put it on your pots. Mm-hmm. It's easier, and you're paying for that ease of use. Yeah. If you didn't want the ease of use, and you wanted a little bit more work to it, which nobody really wants, Mm-mm. right? That's the entire thing about convenience. Is you would have bought the powdered glaze, or you'd learn how to make glaze yourself. And I think that's part of the problem. Also, there's the human element to it, too. Mm. How much water do you add? Does the water in different cities, mat- like, does not matter? Yeah, it doesn't need to be sieved. Do you know how to weigh specific gravity? Or do you, like, you yeah. know, all that can be solved by just buying a bottle of mm. n- don't fuss with it glaze. Yeah, and I mean, I think it still makes sense if you're new to ceramics. It totally makes sense. Like, unless you're going into ceramics already with a pre-existing curiosity about glaze. Yes. Like, I think it makes a lot of sense to start with the bottled product because it's like, you're still learning the medium of the clay body itself. Of course. Like, so, but also, yeah, I hear you. It's no, like, I mean, I, I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. I, I just think most companies, well, I, in fact, I know, most companies understand that the high majority of their market are not people who have such an interest in glaze and glaze chemistry that they would want to put them together themselves. Totally. They would totally. much rather pay for a ready-to-go, ease-of-use item such as that and I think that's the problem with clayscapes is they're like we we're, we sell them powdered mm-hmm. and I'm like oh, look, oh god people just want to buy it and have it work yeah. <laughs> like, well I mean I think that's what he was saying is like that yeah, that, yeah and they've, they've done a couple of different marketing techniques to figure out how to uh, d- decrease that perceived barrier to entry he was talking about how it confuses people like because you mm-hmm. see specific gravity and you and don't want like, wah, wah, and people are like that? ooh I gotta learn how to do specific gravity no thanks I'll just buy the other bottle thank you yeah <laughs> and like I get it I, I get it a lot of people think putting glaze together is scary I have a I have a warped view of it of course cause mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like it's not scary but I know how to do it right and right relatively well so I can't yeah. I can't be like it's not that bad yeah, yeah. rock climbing's not that scary says the rock climber okay. <laughs> Yeah, screw that. Things I are. I don't want to climb rocks, yeah. Kyle. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. You know his name's Kyle. His name's definitely Kyle. His name's hundred percent Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you can think of before? Uh, no, you're getting sleepy. That was day one. She's laying down right now. Okay, oh that was day God. one. We're gonna see you in the next day. Although technically speaking, I don't have to say that. Uh, I no, just. No, we're gonna see you tomorrow. Well, because this is like this is gonna be one episode, right? Yeah, no, no, this is gonna be like part of one episode. Okay, this is part of one episode, but if we string this together with another episode, saying I'll see you tomorrow makes you want to think to turn it off for another no, episode. No, no, no. Don't turn I, it off. Just keep going. Don't turn it off. Keep going. Cause I'm gonna put a little like segue music in there. <laughs> She's laid cute. down next to the microphone. That's because I'm so tired. She's so okay. We're gonna go. Okay, bye. I have to edit video for the YouTube channel, you nerds. 
Bye. bye. But also stay. Just keep stay. listening. But also bye. So this is the uh, <laughs> decompress and cast. Yeah. Well, yesterday was part zero, we said, right? So today's yeah. technically part one. Day one. Our uh, thing, our like panel is part day two technically mm -hmm. and we have like five full days i think yeah yeah so 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 recap for me dante how is day two going why are you so clunky <laughs> so, okay so i met so i couldn't so you know how like the convention has is in a giant 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 warehouse essentially right right and i mean not where it's like it's like a convention. It's, it is a convention it's a convention hall it's but a pretty, pretty. Uh, yeah yeah by definition it's a convention hall or a convention center and it's yes. huge right all these people are here but we, we, you and I both could not go down like one aisle of this convention hall without getting stopped. We've been like, oh, I love your podcast. Oh, come on. So it, much. You're, so, you're talking about it like it's bad. We, I know, we, I'm not making fun of them, but that is what happened, you know. And, and I met tons and tons and tons of people, and they were all great. They're all fantastic. Some of them flew in just to meet us. Dang. Some of them were like, I wasn't going to go, but, you know, I came to Ohio, which is you know, I came to Ohio <laughs> just to see you guys. And you know, I, I That's did a so freaking cool dude. It was great. No, it was great. I think, uh, I met some companies. I met Amico. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so what was it? How was, what was that like? I got to meet Amico's glaze chemist, <gasps> which was fantastic. Oh my God. I didn't think I knew that. Cause I was talking to, yeah. I was talking to another friend of mine. I'm pretty sure his name's Corey. Okay. And like, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm kind of into glaze chemistry too. And it was wild because for a second, he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you are. And then I like started mentioning Braun levels and UMF and the stole chart. And he's like, oh, okay, so you, 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 you really know, you kind of know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not like an expert, but I know enough to like mod glazes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, I was getting some info out of him and I was talking about reds and he was like, did you take all of Matt Cat's classes? And, and I was like, yeah, it's, I on the, I'm on the clays now, but like, I don't really care about the, making my own clay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I was just asking him tons and tons of questions. They have two new glazes called something, something flux. Mm. Amico something flux. Oh, okay. It's kind of as overglaze, but evidently it works fine by itself. Yeah, yeah. And I'm super into it. Today was a great day. We saw Ryan and Becca for the first time. <gasps> yes. We didn't oh think we'd God. see them yeah. until tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we pre-gamed with them today. Not alcohol <laughs> no, pre-game. No, no, yeah, yeah. We Regular basically, yeah. So we we got to the convention hall at like I don't know, like nine thirty or ten or something like that. And no, 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 closer to, yeah, like 10, I think. I would say closer to, well, because they came in like 9 or 9.30 and gave us the old military wake up. Cause don't fuck out of That's not the, but you know. Yeah, I mean, that'd be kind of cool if it was. But actually, no, that's like way too intense of a wake up. Yeah, no, cause we were, you were, like, we were still sleeping, we were super tired. Yeah. So, so we got to the convention and yeah, like we were like, we barely got through two rows so of, the, of the like exhibitor hall vendor area thing, yeah. which, but it was so much fun. Like I, there's a couple of folks like shout out to, uh, to Leah Harvell. Like I was super excited to meet her in person. Cause like Leah's my Pokemon go friend. Yeah. We're best friends on Pokemon go. What's that say about you guys? <laughs> huh? Yeah. What are you doing with your yeah. lives? So then we went and got lunch with the, our like housing, like clay, clay buddies group that we're with. And then we went to, oh my gosh, what was the name of the place? Queen City, Queen City Clay. Dude, Queen City Clay Yo. is, okay, so like if you've ever been to Alpha Fired Arts, you know what, any pottery store, I think you're a pottery store. Alpha Fired Arts is in a large warehouse mm -hmm. and half of it is essentially a pottery store and then 
The other half of it is like clay and they hold a bunch of stuff. Fire in the back. and stuff and yeah. So I would say Alpha Fire Darts is is sectioned off into two sectors mm-hmm. of a warehouse. One sector being the studio, the firing, the front of the house, mm-hmm. the kids' classes, the offices. It has an upstairs, right? But it's not as big as, you know. And then they have a back section where they hold all the clay and minerals and whatnot. Back section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Queen City Clayscape is five sectors long. Yeah. And that's on the first level. Yeah. And it has three levels. As far as I know, for workable space, Alpha Fired Arts only has one level and it's two sectors long. Yeah. And Alpha's huge already. Yeah. No, this place was like, a, like you could have a, you could consider this practically a compound. It was this place near was a compound, yeah. huge. Yeah. Like we ended up, we, we went there to do the whole, the, so the Facebook group, Clay Buddies, for our, our dear listeners. Right. Uh, we went there for the... Facebook group called Clay Buddies. Every year at Enseca, they do a shot glass exchange. So we went to that, and uh, um, Queen City Clay was kind enough to host that for us. Which was awesome. It's not like they don't have the space. Yeah, they got plenty of <laughs> we space. Were in we were the basement. Yeah, <laughs> we, we even, and actually, what I might do is uh, at the end of this day's episode, or this day's section, Maybe I'll include the little like pre-section that we did, or the little like micro-section that we did. Right, it's, with, it's uh, twenty minutes. Yeah, we we spoke with the with one of the folks, one of the uh, like folks who works there, um, and is involved in like a bunch of the different stuff. And anyway, we did a little talk, but I don't know. I still haven't decided if that's gonna be that or like a Patreon episode. The crazy thing is that he was like, "Dude, you're the one who's got me started." I was like, "What?" He's like, "I watched your videos, and then yeah. I tried out some pottery, and I fell in love with it, and then I went to Queen City Clay." When in their old location, and I was like, "Can I have clay?" And then I started working here, and now it's this. Yeah. Now it's this monster of a thing, and I was like, "My bad, dude. I didn't know." It was <laughs> I'm sorry, fam. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't mean to do you like that. I didn't mean, and he was like, I, "He told me he was like in TV or media for 25 years, yeah, and it yeah. paid him great." And I was like, "Bro, I just f-ed up your whole trajectory, didn't?" I? <laughs> and he knew the other. I'm happy now. That's the yeah, difference. Dude, you know? that, that's that's awesome. That was truly uh, awesome. Uh, what was the other things we did? A bunch oh, of man. people came up to to Lindsay and I. One person gave me necklaces, and I'm so sorry I don't remember a lot of your names, but you guys come up to me with your government names, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, you gotta tell me your Instagram name, you know, let me see the icon. But she gave me a flower necklace, and she gave me a necklace with a tree, and they are beautiful. I've actually been wearing them all day, and I will continue yeah. to wear them. Thank you, they're very beautiful. Yeah, they're awesome. I've been getting some really good feedback about the Handmaid's Tale outfit. Like, everyone's been super nice. I haven't, oh shoot, I haven't had anyone be shysty, which makes me really happy. No one's been shysty, but lots of people have been looking. Yeah, you know people, I mean? yeah. <laughs> people, I but think they just think you're religious. They so. might just think I'm religious, yes, because if folks don't know the Handmaid's Tale outfit, like, you could very easily think, like, wow, that's a very conservative, yeah, that, religious person walking around in that, you know. Churned white, butter, I bet. White outfit, yeah. I do look like I churn butter. You do. Look um, good. Yeah, but it was really fun. Like there, there were a couple like longer conversations I had with people that made me like really happy because I'm, you know, yeah. It's just like I wasn't sure what the response was going to be, and being able to talk with people about it and like get that feedback has been really cool. Um, yeah. I also wore it into the uh, Costco uh, later that day. Yeah, and the because... Costco people are just Walmart people on a larger scale. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely got some funny looks for that, or yeah. in, in there, but it was, I, it was fine, it was fine. So after we made the Costco run to get food, we uh, came back to the house. I took a quick shower to become a human being again. And uh, there's a bunch of people over. It's so, so much. Many. It's awesome. I, I do feel a little... I don't know why awesome. 
I think it's awesome. Like, I went downstairs just a second ago to get a muffin because I wanted a muffin and we it's late at night. We went to Costco and we got like the Costco muffin. Oh, Costco they're pizza. so big. I don't know. Costco got smoothies. I got smoothies. Yeah, we got smoothies. But yeah, there's like a big old gathering like downstairs. We're currently recording on the second level. The house that we're in has three low. It's it's yeah. damn near a mansion in, by my standards. Yeah, it's pretty big. And like this second level has its own kitchen and pool table and it's insane. Like the yeah. bottom level is as big as my house yeah. in California and there's triple the amount of space if you go up three tiers. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, we should actually mention, I don't know if we did yesterday, mm. that we're in this house with people from Clay Buddies, including Tim C. Oh yeah, I don't think we mentioned that. Which is why we went, not why, but which is how we essentially got to the Clay Buddies exchange. Yeah. Um, is cause like Tim C kind of ran it a bit. A bit? Yeah, yeah, not, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, Tim C like Tim basically like heads up Clay Buddies and heads up the- And so we came um, in with him, just dick swinging dog. Just <laughs> everybody duck, cause I'm about to turn left. I don't want to smack you. Anymore. Oh my God, oh but my God. It was crazy cause there was at least 50 people there. Yeah, yeah, it was a solid crowd. Solid like we all crowd. lined up thanks to the help of uh, Nico and, and April and several other people who helped make a- uh, the cup exchange happened. But yeah, we all lined up and put our little cups in brown bags. Yeah. And then we, and then we uh, shuffled them around. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And then we went back in line and we got them. Yeah, yeah. That was wild. Yeah, it was this so much fun. whole day's been crazy. Dude, it has been. It's like, I, I also ran into the group of people, the group of women that I met last year at Enseca, uh, mm -hmm. one of whom uh, was one of the folks who purchased one of my sculptures. Right, I remember her. Yeah, remember dude, her. we squeed so loud. Yeah. Oh my God, we kind of, it was kind of bad. We like, we're all like yeah we, yeah we made a lot of noise for a hot second and then we we're like oh shit, we're making a lot of noise yeah the, today has definitely been like the most social day like we've basically yeah. like my throat hurts because we have basically non-stop been interacting with people i'm so since yeah. nine in the morning like since, yeah it's crazy and nico bless her soul is a very like aggressive extroverted person nah she's what? not aggressive she, i wouldn't say she's not aggressive but she's straight to the point and some people mix those up okay. and i i love that energy because i enjoy straight to the point yeah, yeah, yeah but she's far more talkative than i am yeah and so i've been talking to her all day as well so i'm super burnt out <laughs> i'm super burnt out I, I love and i enjoy her company i yeah dude, honestly that's one of the things that's really nice is that every, like legit everyone's so nice i love it like, yeah everyone's super nice and we get to we get to know the nitty bitty itty bitty details about like, oh, we don't do this anymore because of this. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I was asking about uh, possibly getting a pug mill because I have a problem with recycling clay. Problem? Yeah, problem just a little bit. And so I like I got to talk to them about that. And basically anyone I've suggested, like the idea of getting a pug mill to, like in terms of like, should I get a pug mill? They're like, nah. Like unless yeah. you run a community studio and you have like, you're processing 10,000 pounds of clay a year, don't get do it. And I'm have, like, oh shit, okay. Do you have the volume for a pug mill? What's the volume? Like at least 50 students in one place, constantly using clay mm -hmm. every, like three times a week. No, it's just me. Okay, don't, it's not worth it then. Yeah. The, like the infrastructure, the amount of money, the carrying it, the taking care of it, the maintenance, no. Yeah, I know. And it's like, it's hard because like what so many folks are ended up ending up suggesting is like, just don't recycle your clay. You know, yeah. because in like, and I mean, because in terms of the time it takes, in terms of the like wear and tear on your body, yeah, but yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know. Like I that, that's the culture at this point. Yeah, I know. It's like a hard pill to swallow the idea of like just throwing away my scraps. So I, I don't know. I, can't do it. I don't know. Yeah. I need to. I need to find some kind of use for them because for me, and I don't know how realistic it is. For me, it's like it's green. You know what I mean? For me, it's like I'm recycling. Yeah. I'm helping the earth by not like spending more money on materials. Yeah, because these materials are you know they're raw. Well, I like, or like, like, like they, they are not, you know, 
like clay is relatively sustainable in the sense where it's not like we're making plastics. Yes. But they're also like, yeah, it takes carbon it takes energy to like mine these materials and put them together and, you know, then have them driven in cars or, or trains or whatever. To, yeah. So I don't know. But then again, it's like, yeah, but the time, like the time investment that it can take. It's the same as making glaze in my eyes where it's like, there are certain minerals that are problematic, such as cobalt and lithium. There are minerals in clay that are on that same level. You are buying those. You are not empty of any type of responsibility. But at the same time, you can minimize that by just not buying more and more and more and more clay. Mm. If you're going to do it, do it responsibly. And this is the closest thing I can do uh, rather than other than making my own clay. Which, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like this is just like, I'm just, you know, yeah. but economically it's not as viable as you think it is. You're just kind of doing it for the culture and the spirit. Yeah. Honestly. I think I need to, I think I need to just make a bigger wedging table, like a wedging table, like with plaster where the water can be absorbed. Yeah. You know, I think that's really realistically what I need to do. Cause otherwise, cause like that, cause I love, I love the, um, uh, the plaster slab that we made in the bucket mm -hmm. with the, from Sue McLeod's tutorial video. Yes. But yeah, it's, I, I need more of them to be able to, yeah, like, I need two. Yeah. At least. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm working. Like right now, I'm yeah. not really, I'm not at home like throwing stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I don't need to. When I get home and I have a bucket full and I need to dump some stuff. Yeah. Especially in the summer. In the winter, it's easier. But in the summer, it's like, that's going to be new clay in a day. Yeah, which I actually kind of appreciate because you can go through stuff more. Like in the winter, it takes weeks for that slab to absorb enough water for it to be usable. And yeah, when I get on a production kick, speaking of which, it's going to be busy when I get back. Yeah, like, same. Yeah. I have to do my store upload and glaze a bunch of pots and yeah. I have to set some away from Sack Anime because I'm going to the next one mm -hmm. with Tea Cozy. And... Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, thank you so much for everyone who bought a pot during my, my shop update, which, you know, coincided with the start of Nsika. I like, I, I pulled up my phone after I got off the plane and I was like, oh my God, Dante, people bought things. Oh my God. I know I said that I would have my store update before I go on the flight. So that I could have that same vibe. Right, right, right. It didn't happen. It's, That's that is okay, happen. my dude. That I'm gonna okay. try and get it out within the next twenty days. It's gonna be like thirty pots max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the rest of them are for you know. Yeah, that still sounds great though. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Is that is that a wrap on day two? I think that's a wrap on day that's two. That's a wrap. We will see you pots on day three. I'm sorry. Three. I didn't mean to call you a pot. We're all pots. Everyone's just a little. We're all just vessels that hold calories. What is a pot in in reality? I am a pot. I am a pot, and I hold calories and protein if you eat me. Who? Which you can definitely eat me. <laughs> oh my god. It is now day three of Ensika in Ohio of 2023. We've been here forever. We've been, we've, I, <laughs> you know what, to be honest with you, I kind of feel ready to go home. Like, yeah. Like after tomorrow, I expect kind of to get on a flight and be like, okay, time to go back to baby. And yeah. I'm so bloated and my sleep schedule is so off and I'm looking at myself in the camera <laughs> and like my hair is not grown out. So I look weird because oh my, my hair's super short and then I don't have a beard so I can see my double chin way easier on camera and the camera adds weight. I'm just editing video like, who is this fat mother? Dude, it's, it's all good. It's, it's all good. It's so bad. And then like, <laughs> I don't know what it is about Ohio, but I have constant swamp ass here. Oh no, it's that sucks, dude. It sucks hard. Oh man, see, I'm lucky because I'm wearing that handmaid's dress like all the time, so I got plenty of fresh air. You have air down there, yeah. <laughs> today was, uh. Today was so much fun. Yeah, it's a good one. Today was fun, but today was a 
wildly exhausting day for socialization. Yeah. Well, we had our we had our podcast today. I feel like we should. Yeah. Let's like before before we start to lose energy, we should talk about that before. Right. You're right. You're right. So we had our panel. Uh, Mm -hmm. Was it two thirty or four thirty? Two thirty. It was at two thirty in room two twelve, and it was right. uh, And evidently, from what I've been looking at Instagram, that was like the podcasters room. Yes. So like almost every pottery podcast was through there. I hope they invite us back next year. That'd be awesome. But I think we really hit the mark on uh, what our goal was set out to do as far as talking about collaboration because Ryan and Becca came over last night to the house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we talked about like, like essentially the game plan yeah. and how the conversation would flow. Yeah, because so, like the, the, the topic being collaboration collaboration yeah like what is it learning through collaboration yes like that's a very broad topic so it was like okay how do we like narrow this down yeah and it it essentially came up to like experience and troubleshooting it's like here's Mm -hmm. my experience with working through collaboration here's how i perceive it and here's some of the things that have come up problems or or experiences with collaboration with even like with me and you or Mm -hmm. you know them and them or like in between you and your clients yeah and we're gonna be we're gonna be getting the audio from that so Hopefully within the next like couple weeks we'll be able to post that. So we'll make that a mud peddlers episode. There was so the room was full. The room yeah, was dude, that full. was yeah. awesome. You know what's surreal and also I know this is a first world problem, yeah. but like people we can't walk fifty steps without someone being like, yeah. oh my god, it's you. Yeah. And then, well, honestly, it's it's you, dude. Like, cause again, folks aren't really like recognizing me much, but they're like, cause I mean, again, like I'm in the handmade style outfit, so it's like pretty right, different. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, like folks are coming up to you all the time. It's awesome. Dude, I got my fir- I got my first. It's him. <gasps> I got my first. It's him in my oh life, my and I also got my first. Uh, you were there. Somebody's like, "Can I get your autograph?" <gasps> that and was. I. Was, I yes. What am I feeling? Am I saying no? Am I gonna say no? I oh want to say God. like no. That's weird. So hard. Oh my God. I wanted to be like, no, I'm not that cool. But then I looked at her and I was like, I can't f- say no to that face. That's I'm, good. You think this is good. You're opening up so much. I'm trying okay. so hard. Let's go back to the podcast though, because we're talking okay, more okay. about the podcast. Yeah. Okay. So from like my observations okay well first of all my biggest goal was just to like not freeze up on stage because you know i mean i wasn't sure how it was gonna go i wasn't sure like oh is my body suddenly gonna decide to like i mean okay admittedly my heart was beating hella hard i had to do like a couple breathing like breathing exercises to like chill out for a second like before the panel started yeah but once the panel started there were a couple times where i started to kind of get into my head and worry about like oh how am i gonna like respond to this but then i was like nope like stay stay in the moment you know listen to what they're saying and then you'll be able to like respond based on like based on that and it's like i think like sometimes i had a little bit of trouble figuring out like what to say like you know when to interject because again it's like the vibe is different when we're all sitting facing the audience than it is when we're all sitting around like just chilling doing a podcast we're not like the trust circle we're like a a line yeah so it was if to me it was it felt a little bit like more stiff and formulaic than our like like if it was just the four of us like like yeah. we did for our, the, our cross-pollination podcast right but i think we were still able to like we hit the points we wanted to cover not like oh let me pat myself in the back but like i think we all did a fairly good job of like you know giving each other time to talk you know like i think we all talked fairly equally in the amount of time and i think so yeah and i i was glad that i was able to get out a few coherent solid like takeaways <laughs> no me too like, okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well because you you had mentioned something and i was trying to get the ball i was trying to keep the momentum going right yeah, and yeah, i was yeah. trying to control it to a degree so anytime someone made a good point and i think i i honestly think this is like a male brain thing oh yeah, yeah but when someone makes a sentence 
you grab onto a portion of that sentence and yeah. you think about how you're going to respond to it. Right. And right, then right. everything after that portion is yeah. just gone. Like anything they say <gasps> after that, you're like, I don't really care what information you bring after this. I have to respond because I'll forget. If I keep listening, I'd be in the moment. Oh, Just me yeah. personally, I'll forget what the next thing is. I'll be like, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, But if yeah, someone yeah. says something and I have a reply to it that's well thought out and thoughtful uh-huh. and I can, I can f- kind of put it in a formula that's understandable and, and eloquent and poignant, then I have to hold on to it. So there were a couple <laughs> but times then, but, okay, okay. where someone said something and I was like, that's it, I gotta hold on to that. <laughs> Honestly, that's part of the reason that I ended up bringing my um, notebook up there with me because I was like, yeah, we, like I wanted to see the notes that we had taken during the yeah. um, like our planning session, yes. but also part of it was like for that reason because I was like, I know I also can't hold on to certain things. Yeah. And so, yeah, because that's, that's true, like that's hard. And again, when you're like up there in this freaking room full of people, like, oh my God. Fortunately for me, all the people were people that like, not all of them, but a lot of them were people that I'm like, I recognize half of you at least yeah, from yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not as nervous as a room full of strangers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Leah was there and I reckon like I've toned in on Leah a couple times. Yeah. Because I was like, I know that she's on my Pokemon Go friends list. I know her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think like, we did Ra- a good job. I think so too. Yeah. I mean like Ryan and Becca are always like rad to talk with and getting to share some of our experiences in that in this format was, was pretty cool. Like I... I, I hope we get to do it again. My barometer for how well we did, my barometer for how well we did was confirmed when people came up to me afterwards because we had to go to, at six o'clock like a pottery meetup thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this brewery, mm-hmm. and um, people came up to me and they were like, "Hey, you're Dante, right? Like you spoke really well at the conference. Yes. They told me like you spoke really well, and that told me two things. Number one, you didn't think I could speak that well, did you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you go up to like a. a, a you ever when people are like, oh, you speak so well for a, uh, and then you're like, okay, so you yeah. didn't think based on how I yeah. present myself initially yeah. that I could speak as well as I did. Yeah, it's a little bit of that thing of like how, like, what is it, like white folks always, like often will tell black yeah. folks like, oh, you're so articulate. You're so articulate. Like, and you're like, what, what does that mean? What does yeah, that mean? Yeah. Uh, and the second thing is that I, my barometer was like, I think I spoke really well. I think I was very poignant. I think I, I got through my, my stuff concisely. I think... And then people came up to me and said, like, yes, you did those things. And yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, good. Yeah. So my barometer for how good I am at speaking when I actually try to speak well <laughs> yeah, yeah. is not off. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think you did a really nice job of, like, like again, I can tell you were kind of, like, nervous in, the like, the first, like, couple I minutes. I was trying so hard. Yeah, but mm-hmm. no, but, like, but I think you, like, you loosened up a little bit afterwards, and then I agree. Like, you, you said some really, like, you made some really good points, and you also were able to do that within like a humor that you normally like inject into the podcast so yeah you you're used all my social points (gasps) now i liked when somebody asked you about your handmaiden's tale nico yeah 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 yeah. that was that was that was really cool actually so it's interesting like so speaking on that yeah my friend uh nivia who's from uh puerto rico yeah uh after after the panel she came up and she's like oh yeah like I wanted to kind of ask this question, but I wasn't sure if it was going to be like too, you know, she, anyway, she was like, we had, anyway, yeah. but the, uh, hopefully she's okay with me um, sharing that. But anyway, um, she brought up the point that it's like, oh yeah, like The Handmaid's Tale has become a symbol, but it's kind of like, she framed it in a better way that I'm going to be able to relate. But essentially the point that she was making is that reproductive rights, a- rights access has always been harder for people of color mm-hmm. and kind of like the whole thing with, the Handmaid's Tale is that it's a story written by a white woman yeah. about white women. Yes. And um, yeah. 
it, how it's kind of like this, again, like exclusionary thing and how it's like the feminist movement has this history of being centered on white women. And so I was like, oh man, like I, I mean, I, like I basically told her like, yeah, like that would have been, yeah. that would have been a really good point to bring up because like, again, that's like, yeah. that's like something that I honestly forgot about. And like, like I think, like I think about the fact that like when I'm like donating money to Planned Parenthood and such, I think about the fact that like, yeah, like reproductive rights are often harder to access for for people of color but i wasn't integrating that into how i was talking about this experience of wearing this outfit so yeah. that's something yeah. that if i do something like this again i'd like to bring more attention to that well i think i think when people think about uh let's, let's just take a community like the lgbtq community right mm -hmm. i think when people outside of that community or sometimes even who are newly accessed to that community think about the community itself they think it's a cohesive pot of people who all agree on the same oh, right, right, moral right. dynamics yeah, but yeah, realistically like, they all have different dynamics and there's people of course and there's yeah. still it's still a hierarchy of people and you do have to remember that like not you specifically but people have to remember that like even though your rights are being xyz xyz and you don't like it you're still kind of like as a white person at the top of that level exactly you know well, and like it's a little worse on different levels for other people on different axioms yeah well um, that's that whole idea of like intersectionality exactly yeah. yes there's yeah. there's different there's different intersections in which meet the same issue on different levels so yeah. you get this cross section um do you know do you know do you know what a meme is a what or like a mammy you know what a mammy oh, is? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Some, I was reading a Facebook post and they were talking about how, like, somebody pretty much razored down the handmaid's tail. They were like, this is just a story of mammies for white people. Like, <gasps> this is just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna have, I'm gonna force you to take care of and have my kid. Like, you're my handmaid. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. just, it's just the black version is like, oh, that's my mammy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the person who has and raises the kids for me. Because yeah. I'm rich and white and I own the cotton fields. Yeah. And, and I was the, like, I haven't read the book, but that do, that does kind of seem... I can see the relation. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's 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 a... They all have those weird... They have the bonnet things and they're all on the white Aunt Jemima looking ass. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... There's... There's a lot there, and it's definitely something I want to spend more time, like, honing in on the messaging for that. Because, again, like, I'm a white person doing this, like, right, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so I thought that was a really interesting point, um, and I'm glad, I'm really glad she brought that up to me. So, podcast. Podcast, uh, and then we went to the Pottery Party. It was, yeah, it was, so it was a, the show was, it was called, like, the Imposter Cup Show. Yeah. And it was at, yeah, it was at this freaking gigantic local brewery. Huge brewery. And there were, like, a bunch of, like, tables popped up. People were selling their, their cup, mostly cups. People were selling their cups, and, they, God, there was, like, a like probably a couple hundred people there easily. I thought we were safe, but like I went to go get a burrito and someone's like, you're Dante, where's Lindsay? And I was like, I want a burrito. And then I tried to go to the bathroom and someone's like, Dante! And then their grandma came over. Oh and then their God. brother came over and I was like, this was cool for like 30 people. Oh my God. But now I'm trying to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> and after, like we've had like, I want to, probably a little over 30 interactions of like, you're the person! Yeah. In today. I mean, you say we, but it's been you, my dude. Like I've I've had a couple people come up, and actually, interesting. I've had more people come up who didn't know who I was, like didn't know like us, like the mud peddlers, but who were like, "Can I ask you about your outfit?" I've had much more of that this really? time around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only I've eighty percent of my interactions have been like YouTube people. Mm -hmm. There there was even one lady who like didn't believe it was me, and evidently her friend told her like she was like, "Oh, I was hoping Dante would be here," and she's like, "He's right behind you." Oh and then God. she just stood behind me for like three minutes straight. And you know, I can feel him behind me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like kept moving and then she kept moving. And finally I turned around and she was like, it is you. And I was like, what have you been doing? 
Oh my god. I mean, she's like, I was trying to listen to your voice because you have a very distinct voice and pattern of talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't believe. And she's like, I told her it was you. And I was like, just f- come on, say hi. Oh my god. You don't have to creep on my voice, dog. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm already full and fat and in Ohio. I have no defenses in me. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The 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 gathering was really fun. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had somebody. You were you were just trying no, to live your it's, life and you had too many okay. folks come on. But it's, I told them to come up to me this time, and so this is. Yeah. Me getting what I asked for. Yeah. But we talk to a lot more companies now. You, yeah, you talk to hell of folks. I yeah, shake yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah, you should, you should talk, you should, yeah. Like. I, t- I talk to Advancer, and then, well, the crazy well, thing is that, like, the companies had no idea who I was last year. Uh-huh. And then I kind of told them, like, I'm Dante, I have a YouTube channel. And then this year I decided to be a bit more forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I have my card on me, they scan, mm-hmm. they check out the numbers. Mm-hmm. And so finally I like went up to Advancer and I'm like, hey, yeah. I run a YouTube and it, channel. And for context, Advancer is uh, makes a particular kind of kiln furniture, kiln shelves. Kiln shelf, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kiln shelves that are like super freaking thing. It's a whole thing. Super, super nice. They're like 200 something dollars a shelf. Yeah. Though, for like a half shelf, not even a full shelf. Yeah, yeah. But they're worth it. Like they're worth it as long as you don't break them. They're not right. They're not the stuff that our normal mm-hmm. children are made out of. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I talked to him and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after I see the kind of like, yeah, whatever, kid, you're like the 50th person who's trying to schmooze with us. Yeah. I give them the card, they see the numbers, like, oh, okay, hi. Yeah, like, oh. you're, you're, you're actually, like, you have some numbers. Hey, oh, you're him, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did that with Amico, uh-huh. and we did it with Mako, and we did it with Advancer, yeah. and I think we did it with one more company. I don't think we did it with Coyote. Yeah. Ooh, we, we Escape. Again, again, just for context, when you say we, it's like the Earth Nation Ceramic Channel, not like you and I. Because right, I, yeah. I didn't, I, yeah. I, was, I was not, like, I'm just like, pfft, I don't have the. You were. You I don't were, have the numbers. I'm doing my. I'm doing my handmaid's thing and just like walking around looking at stuff. You so. were talking to quote unquote fans, for lack of a better term, of like both our podcast and YouTube channel and like your your outfit. Right, right, That's right. It. And then yeah, I was yeah. over there like I can't just stand here. I gotta go schmooze a little bit. Yeah, dude, you were. Do- I'm so happy for you. Anyway, yeah, it's okay, I'm, I'm done now. That's the only time I'm doing this. <laughs> this is my yearly quota of schmoozing. Yeah. Yeah, and no, that was awesome. And then Amico was like, we're gonna give you our flux glaze. Clayscapes is a mm. new. Yeah, is. Uh, they're buddies with Tim C. Oh, yeah, yeah, And they were talking about how they're trying to get their dry glazes because the high majority of people just want easy access bottles. They want to take the bottle, open it, shake it up a bit, and put it on their pots, right? Right, right, right. And he was talking about how he could sell much more glaze mm-hmm. if people just mix it themselves. And I'm talking like a gallon of glaze yeah. for like 30, 40 bucks. And he's like, all you got to do is run water through it. Yep. My, my water ain't as good as, like, my water is the same as your water. Mm. Well, I mean, I mean, depending on, you live yeah, in yeah. Flint or something, I don't know. But, yeah, well, also, I mean, like, you know, different, like, minerals and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I've heard it recommended to use filtered water when you make glazes, but. I used to, and then I stopped because I was like, this, yeah. I, just as far as Sacramento goes, I'm like, it yeah, didn't yeah. make any difference. I did right. both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but Clayscapes, I think I might be working with them pretty soon and doing some glaze reviews with Hell their dry yeah. glazes. Hell yeah, dude. Um, and yeah, no, we, we definitely connected with some companies. Yeah. Definitely. I'm pretty um, happy about it. What was it that made you decide to do that this time around? If I, listen, if I'm going to fly out of state to be away from my child and wife, <laughs> my life's hot, okay? <laughs> if I'm going to be in, o- in Ohio, not getting no love, hmm. not getting no nuzzles from my baby, Aww. and not sleeping, plus my boss gave me, like, boss gave it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, the schedule got handed down to somebody new. Don't say any more than that, but 
She was like, you're gonna go to Ohio. I'm gonna give you like four days extra after yeah. you come back. So you actually get to take a break I after Zika. Yeah. Thank God. And I think most of my kitchen thinks that like I'm over here partying. Mm. And I'm like, not really. It's kind of just work. This is a business trip. Like, is, yeah, 100%. Essentially a business trip. And yeah. I, I hate flying. And so I figured if I have to do all these things that I'm not really fond of doing, mm -hmm. I might as well make it financially and and uh, growth-wise worth yeah. it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Clay, so cool. Clayscapes was even talking, and they said this is a pipe dream, but they're like, yeah, we have a couple people that we make their glazes for them, and then we sell them off and give them a percentage because they're the ones who formulated the glaze. Oh, man. And I'm just like, oh, let me get some of that. Oh, dude, that would be so freaking, so you, like, so the glazes that you've developed. Yes. People would be able to buy that in bulk. Yes. Like, yeah, from, from Clayscapes. That's so freaking cool, Well, dude. because I, I, you know, I give out my recipes, yeah. but for most people, even if you're listening to this and you don't make your own glazes... Or you don't know how to make glazes, yeah. or you don't know the process that I go through, right, right, right. or you don't have a kiln that can do holds. Maybe you have a manual kiln, uh -huh. so it's more difficult for you. You're just like, I'm just gonna order it offline, right? And yeah. get the powder stuff, and, and you know, they'll mix it up for me, and there you go, have Dante's glaze. Yeah. Yeah, without the knowledge base, or without going through the steps of learning how to make your own glaze. Right, because you wouldn't have to go through the process of like buying all the individual materials right. and figuring that out and just yeah so you would be able to right and i was yeah. like oh, just add just add water just add water that would be yeah. so wild dude that'd be awesome i gotta buy some of dante's lumos oh my god mm. that'd be so oh that'd be awesome dude. i'm so glad that it's working out so well for you man it, like, yeah We'll see how honest Oh, we also met um, the person who made Ceramicon, Elizabeth. <gasps> oh, yes, Elizabeth Young. Yes, dude, that was, she is super freaking she's nice. She's so charming. Oh, my God. She's so, so charming. Yeah. She's, she's like, just gives off positive energy. Yeah, I'm really glad. Like, when we were at the, um, when we were at the brewery, yeah. we, I got to, like, sit down and hang out and, like, talk to her. I also, like, dude, I'm so happy, like, because, because <laughs> after, after, you know, COVID and everything. Yeah. Like I was like, how am I ever gonna be able to talk to strangers again? Yeah. But dude, I talked to strangers and I was chill and I, I was you were okay. good. I think I was chill. Like but I was no, talking. You were partying. Yeah? You yeah, you you were like in the brewery and you were dancing, you were drinking a little bit. And mm. you know me, I was spent, so I had my yeah. headphones on, I was like, I'm yeah. not doing none of this yeah yeah yeah. no i was definitely feel i was like You're yeah today was definitely like the most energy i've had at Ensika. Yeah. i was kind of tired like after after doing the podcast and everything a little socially spent but you know came back to the house like i hopped in the shower um i did end up changing into uh more like dude vibes clothing because i was yeah. a little like you know i was a little spent from wearing the handmaid's tail outfit so i'm like i'm wearing it for three days i'm wearing it for th i'm gonna wear it for a few more <laughs> But uh, yeah, it felt it felt really good to be able to um, find a way to like talk to people that I had just I was like just meeting and be like, hey, my name's Lindsay, like and having that confidence. So that to me, like, you know, again, like I'm not necessarily at the point where you are, where I'm like networking with, you know, big names and companies and such. But yeah. it felt really good to be able to have that social wherewithal to be able to converse with strangers and yeah. and have it feel like cool. Well, I think it's important, too, because even if you're not like networking like I am as you say you just want them to like have a good rapport with you so that when they do business ventures in the future yeah they call you up like oh I know who can take care of that right now Lindsay yeah Dante yeah. you know what I, I mean? mean to be honest I wasn't even going that far I, I was literally just like can I talk to people can I exist in a social environment and talk with strangers because for me that's like a major victory listen I didn't like money at first yeah but I have a new god now. Yeah. Oh my god. And he's in everybody's pockets. Oh my god. And he makes sure your rent is paid. Oh yeah. And he puts food in your fridge. Oh my god. And he gets your hands dirty and it passes through everybody's church. This is true. Money. Money. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. But. You seem to be doing like a nightly thing of people coming over. It's just yeah, all oh these yeah. bars. Dude, it's so fun. It's fun, but like definitely I'm like, I'm going to go upstairs and edit. I'm yeah. trying to get an episode out a day so that you can see a day behind what yeah. I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. So like what we're doing right now, so they should be on like day two, whatever I'm about to edit right now. Right, right, And right, right now we're on day three. Yeah. And it'll be released on day four. Uh-huh. And then I'll edit day three on day four. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe a day or it's so like stack. It's like a, what is it, trailing or stacking or whatever the hell it's called. And but. then, uh, yeah. And then hopefully we can do another wheel review. Yeah. Hey, that's a whole other discussion, but yeah. Um, yeah. I've been managing to get my, uh, stories up on Instagram and like doing reels and stuff. I'm like, okay, like yeah. little, little baby steps. I, I still have to actually go do that tonight for tonight's or for this past day's, uh, events. Right. Cause it's like, I, for, I don't know, just in terms of like business side of, of, of things, I, uh, I tend to not like posting stories throughout the day because, um, you know, like sometimes I want to add like hashtags and stuff and it takes me a second to like like write every or to like type everything out on my phone and it just kind of takes me out of the moment and maybe the thing doesn't upload or maybe the like you know I want to film a bunch of little shots like right you know like back to back like several mugs that I'm looking at and I want to edit those videos together almost like a reel but then like put them in my stories Mm -hmm. and it's kind of just like I would have to multitask way too much and be spending a lot more time at the convention looking down on my phone. So what what I do, what I've been doing is uh, just at night, I'll just like spend an hour or something like that or a little less, like putting together stories and then um, preparing a reel for the next day. Yeah, I think that's the move is to like, because I need to do the activities for the footage. Yeah. And then, like, I need to find time to do the footage. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? When you're, you're doing a lot, dude. I still can't believe you're doing a video every day. I'm, they, it might be a little late. It might be, like, I'm home already and releasing day number five. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, still, though. Still, though, dude. Like, that's that's awesome. You're doing so much. The YouTube algorithm is going to love you. The last video only got, like, 300 views in six hours. And I was like, huh. Hmm. That's weird. But yeah. I didn't I didn't label it correctly and all that. Like I didn't label well, you can't believe this one thing that you need oh in my, your life. Oh my Whoa, god. with the O face pointing at something. Like, I didn't do any of that. Oh yeah, yeah. I you just, gotta you gotta gotta do it. I like to treat our viewers with respect sometimes. I don't wanna cheese you. I just want you to have the information you need to have so that you can decide whether you want to be part of that or not. Yes. And then if you don't like that, then you can go on to your next serotonin kick. Yeah. My next serotonin kick is going to be the goldfish that people, somebody brought me today. Somebody brought me a bag of goldfish today at the yeah. panel, right before the panel. They came up and they gave me a bag of goldfish. It's so nice. I'm so happy. Oh. I can't remember if I mentioned goldfish on like a previous podcast episode, but they're seriously one of my favorite snacks. On, in all honesty, um, I, I told that person, like, remember I made the joke, like, feed me. Oh, yeah, yeah, me. yeah. She gave them to me and then I was like, well, these are, Lindsay's got to hold these. And so I gave them to you. I don't think they were specifically for you. Is what I'm oh, saying. oh, that's awkward. Which is I like, thought they were for me. No, but I'm, I was sharing them with you. Oh, okay. But it was right before like the panel, and I was oh, like, well, I don't, no, 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 no. I don't want to have that discussion. I'm just. Gonna that's go. totally fine. Okay, well, that's awkward. Yeah, oh. screw you, dog. Oh well. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is my goldfish, dog. I'm just thinking. Well, okay. Well, you're gonna have to pry them out of my cold it's dead. It's okay. Fingers. I don't like goldfish anymore. You don't like goldfish? No. Crazy man. They're orange crackers. They're yeah. Cheetos with no dust on them. Yeah, they're, they're so good, but they're tiny, and you bite their little faces okay, off. I'll, okay, I'll have a little bit. You, okay. bet, you bet my arm again. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> This is day. <laughs> so it's what day, day, is it? day zero was the flight. It's, day it's, one. Was it's Friday, and we've been here since Tuesday. 
Tuesday day, was day zero. Yeah, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So it's Saturday, technically day three. Friday, three since, day three. Since we've been here four days. That should give you a sense of our mental Tuesday, status right Wednesday, now. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Today's Friday. Yeah. And we got here Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, two Tuesday. It's day Wednesday, three. Thursday, Friday. We've technically been in Ohio for three and a half days. Yeah. We got here on Tuesday. It's now Friday. We leave on Sunday. So technically yeah. speaking, since we started off on day zero, this should be podcast after debriefing for Ensika number three. Yes. Technically. Yes. Okay. We mathed it out. We got yeah, it. Yeah, we did. We We're so there. good. So what the hell did we do today, Dante? How do we feel about today? So the, so the first thing we did... Well, let's Wait, well, yeah, I was gonna, well, I was going to say, for first, we should, like, explain what we're doing right now, because it, right. I think, will explain <laughs> why the day has shaped up the way that it is. Okay, so let's, let's yeah, tell them the ending, at, and so we go from the beginning. <laughs> okay. So, right so, now, we are on the second floor of the, essentially, Airbnb we rented out, uh -huh. that has its own living room and, like, pool table, its own kitchen, but the other potters don't seem to come up here very often, and there's only, like, one other room up here, or two other rooms up here. And they like to socialize far more than, like, I do, specifically. And Lindsay's way burnt out. So we're up here, like, watching Breaking Bad together. Yeah. It's kind of great, though, guys. It's kind of great, yeah. I'm, like, I got into my pajamas. Yeah. I, I have a pillow. My socks are off. I get My socks are off, too, but I got a blanket on me. Yeah. It's great. We turned off the lights, so it's, like, dark, and we're just, like, watching Walter White. We're Hawk up his family. Well, because I, yeah, and so, like, <laughs> in a weird, vicarious way, I've, because of my glazed chemistry passion, I've also been watching this man cook up crystal and been like, oh, I get it. Oh my I, god. I don't need it at all. I've never sold any amount of drugs other than coffee and sugar. But, like, like yeah, in a, in a weird way, I wanted to get into Breaking Bad because it was such a, a Game of Thrones-esque phenomenon that but, I never got into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I figured if I'm on a flight and and gonna be editing for this long i might mm -hmm. as well yeah but the last people who are here didn't sign it on a netflix account yeah so we so just have netflix it. yeah <laughs> and for it. me i'm just kind of like you know what i just want to zone out and like disassociate and not have to think and not have to have yeah like my face in an expression i feel kind of bad because like i feel like at the end of every day they're getting like the tired version of us 100 because we're like because during the day we're like i'd say we're like pretty energetic because like for a good four hours yeah we're energetic. yeah and then after that i'm like we gotta go yeah yeah so now that they know where we are let's uh Let's talk about our day. So the day started too damn early. Too, first of all, first of all, we went to sleep at like two a.m. last night. Dude, it was like three by the time we stopped talking. Yeah, and then, yeah, we we did that thing where we like talked all night, and then we finally fell asleep, and we're like, we should probably go to sleep. And I was like, yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. And uh, by the time we went to sleep, we had to wake up like five or six hours later mm -hmm. to leave the house by nine to get to a podcast pottery think tank. Which you do not have access to. We have access to for like notes, essentially. Mm -hmm. But you guys will not get that version of it. Yeah. Literally every ceramic art podcast was there. Yeah. For it, fuck's sake. It was we pretty talk, cool. We were there. Uh, uh, the, what was the, it? The, the colored? The, the potter's cast. The, the potter's um, cast. The, oh I think my it's gosh. called like the colored potter's podcast. Let, hold on. Let me, let me, let me look it it's up. It's specifically I... like a black-centric ceramic art podcast. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. But it's called like the colored ceramicist, the colored potter. Um... Potters of Color 2.0. Potters of Color 2.0. Yeah. And she was there. Yeah. It's just they one were, person. They're, it's not a yeah. pair of people. Yeah. There, it wasn't every podcaster, but because I mean, there's been a bunch. Like, because the... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, because there were some folks that, that, like, I think Clay and Color and the Kiln Sitters weren't there. Right. Uh, unless, the Kiln unless Sitters? They, 
unless they were, and I'm yeah. really sorry if I'm if you're listening to this and I'm messing it up. But it was really it was yeah. like it was a it was a fair number. Of it was like, most of it the was like podcasts. It was like five or six different podcasters. Easy. Like Paul Blaze was there. The Red Clay Rambler was there. Yeah, Red Clay Rambler. The Potter's Cast guy, the bit Blair, like you mm-hmm. said. Ryan and Becca, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of neat. Like we were basically just getting together and talking about like business stuff. Um, like we were talking about different ways to like approach sponsorship. This yeah, sponsorships, which I thought was really cool. That was a long talk. That was like a good twenty minutes yeah. of the hour long talk. Was yeah. Like, Here's how I handle sponsorships. Yeah. I'm actually really grateful for that because it makes me feel a lot more confident, or not not confident necessarily. It makes me feel a lot more like oh, like you know, I think with our numbers, we actually probably could like. I think the mud peddlers has enough of a base to like. Yeah. Get, get you know or, or at least seek out sponsorship so yeah. i that's like gonna be i think a goal for me for next in sika for like this year at least something like if you know approach us yeah approach Lindsay. yeah can i just say this can i call him out real quick yeah let me call him out real quick oh god okay i feel me. like i have a really good relationship with amico mm-hmm. i talked to them uh, on the floor they were wait they were, wait wait are you gonna throw some shade at amico i'm not gonna throw any shade no okay. amico is fantastic very consistent I mean, towards their colors and clay co- and you, and glazes company you admittedly though you could throw shade like i could like, cause but i, I won't because i because i want to i want to do the thing where it's like we always maintain honesty but also but i'm also like oh but we don't want to no, well, well those, those two aren't cross-sectional for me right now yeah, i'm not yeah. going to maintain honesty and throw shade i'm going to give compliments yes. and th- oh okay, but okay i would okay, like sorry. to say that i am very aware that amico sponsors a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. and i feel like i have a good enough relationship with them to say on air bro just just sponsor us amico <laughs> like, your hands are already in the pockets of like almost every other podcast just add us to the roster honestly <laughs> you know we'll make a deal we'll shake hands i'll keep putting your glazes on the screen and now you just have another like variable for yeah, your name to be out there yeah. for now the podcast instead of the YouTube yeah. channel. Which, by the way, like... We Cover me with your blanket. We would not be able to do without you, 100%. the person who is listening, the people who are listening. Yep. Like you're clicking the buttons. And that's freaking crazy to me. Like, yeah. that's awesome. But... The Spotify has a yeah. rating system. You mm-hmm. click the ratings, good time, love you, long time. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was cool to, like, be in that environment and be like, oh, like, this is, like... This is professional. This is like well, that there's many different it's versions of, crazy. of there's different many different versions of professional networking. But this was like a oh, this is like a, we got invited to like go to this thing, which yeah, was really this feels like, like networking. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And uh, it was really cool. Like I'm glad. Um, I feel like I learned like a lot from being able to just like sit down in, in that environment and like talk about stuff. Yeah, that I've, the yeah yeah good. I also got to talk to uh, Matt and Rose Cats of the For Flux Sake podcast, mm-hmm. and like Matt Cats is I can tell he was just as tired as I was, but like he's good at pulling the energy from the depths of his soul mm-hmm. in order in order to like put on the show yeah. for the people, you know? And well, I, cause like, you were very clearly like, like you guys, y'all should, y'all should have seen Dante. Oh, I was fangirling so hard. It was awesome to see, yeah. to be honest. Like I could see that you were like trying to be cool about it, but you were also very much like, I don't often get nervous. Because I think I think the nervous tendencies of human beings stems from the judgment of others. Mm-hmm. But I very rarely give a shit about the judgment of others. <laughs> yeah. um, they're like they don't like you, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's crazy. That sounds like not my problem. <laughs> so, but like I hold him in such esteem. Oh, the Maker's Playbook. Rebecca Ikeskara was also go. there. Thank that's you. another one I yes, was like, that's oh, right. Shit. She was there. That's yeah, right. she can. Yeah, she had some really. She good was points. talking. Yeah, she yeah. was. She was holding holding space. Honestly, I I hold Matt Katz in such high regard that like. I was like, I have questions for him, and whatever he says is the f- truth. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, granted, I also went to 
the For Fuck's Sake, and I think you were there with me. You were there with me. I went to the yeah. For Fuck's Sake live casting yeah. that was at 1 p.m. in yeah. the same room. It seems like Ben Carter put all the podcasters in one room and just kept rolling that room. Yeah, that's basically what was going on, yeah. yeah. And what was fun about that, too, is that before, um, before the For Fuck's Sake live podcast we actually got to hang out with elizabeth young yes. who was the creator of uh ceramicon, ceramicon. Yes. and we got to i can't i think we talked about it a little bit yesterday in the last like podcast and we got to, so cool super cool we got to hang out with her yesterday and we were all at the uh brewery for the uh opening oh. of the um the oh yeah. my gosh that cup not the cup exchange it wasn't the, the, cup uh, the imposter show the imposter show yeah. Um, which anyway, was, I um, I was already spent by the time I got there. Yeah. So like, I honestly was blasting Drake and like hard style workout music in my headphones. Yeah. And it I was, was very loud. It was very soul. I was I couldn't do it. Yeah. I was ignoring people, but I was there in physicality only. Yeah. I I could see it, and I was like, but I was, I was like, okay, Dante's like taking care of himself. He's got his pod. He's got his like earbuds in. And, yeah. I was. But I was but, sec- I was secluding. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But we got to hang out with her yesterday, and today. Um, we actually got to sit down with her. Like we, we actually went into the podcasting room, um, before the, like for flux sake people were in there Mm -hmm. and, uh, we got to do like a little mini episode, but, uh, yeah, we, we definitely want to have her on the pod for like a, for like a proper episode, but that was kind of a fun. Well, we got to get her soon because like, I don't want her to get busy with something else in life. And then she's like, I don't have time Mm -hmm. because now that she's on radar for, I, we talked about this with her and she feels like she was she came kind of out of nowhere, and so a lot of people had a certain amount of mistrust mm-hmm. with with signing up for a program that realistically costs quite a bit of money for most yeah, people. Yeah. Um, and but now that she's on radar and she people are like, okay, I kind of trust it a bit more. Mm-hmm. I'm getting messages of people are like, I should have signed up. Really? Oh uh, yeah, people are like, I should because realistically, it's like twelve. You know, it's like oh, I'm taking a master's class for five hundred dollars. Elizabeth essentially offered you twelve master classes. Eighteen. Eight, yes, thank you. 18 master classes for essentially the same price that a master would charge you for one class mm. at a higher price anyway. Mm. And she's giving you a year or more of access. Yeah, and it was definitely, it was less than 500. Like if you did the early sign up, I think it was closer to like three. No, it was, it was like clo- 294 it, for early bird. No, no, no. It was cheaper. Th- it was cheaper than that. Cheaper? Yeah. Okay. Well now, now you have no reason to. <laughs> <laughs> now that solidifies my point now. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was great. I will say. On God, high key, bet, no cap. The burritos inside that brewery <laughs> and the chips and the nacho dip that we stuck some in the fridge mm-hmm. was a bussing bussing. Mm-hmm. It was it was double dutch, it was Bussosaurus Rex. Oh my god. It was so good, I was like, wow, what are they doing in that kitchen? Yeah. I unrolled the burrito, mm-hmm. there were tater tots in the burrito. Bro. Tater tots, bacon, which I'm usually not a fan of, mm. eggs. Some kind of sauce. It was so mm. good. I had a banh mi taco, and it was it was like the gods speaking to me. I don't know if it was because we were hungry or what. Nah, dude, that was genuinely good food. Oh my god! And I also didn't get a drink with the burrito, and I was so hungry, I scarfed it down. Mm. And I don't usually drink beer, but I got thirsty enough to be like, "Where's the water?" Couldn't find water, and I was mm. like, "Get mask off." I went. Yeah. <laughs> I went to go get beer. I chugged the beer, and by the time I got home to edit, I was like, "Ooh, ooh, yeah." I dizzy. So and, after, oh. after, for Flux sake, what did we do? Cause I, I, oh, oh, we went and got lunch or we went, not lunch. We went and got coffee with, um, Leah Harvell of Queen Amethyst Ceramics. Yes. We went to a shop called Black Coffee, which is fairly close to the convention mm-hmm. center. It's like three blocks maximum. 
Um, and it's where we're going to be doing our meetup tomorrow. Where we're going to be doing our meetup tomorrow. We put it on our social media. I will probably post about it tonight on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I've already posted on Wait, Inst- Facebook. I, oh, that's right. You still do post on Facebook. I have a yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah, that's page. Right. That's right. That's right. And then I will probably, I've already posted about it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, granted, my Instagram stories go to my Facebook anyway. Right. Yeah. But that's I why do I was like, that's weird. Just like specifically mentioning Facebook. I want to do an official post though. Yeah. Those are the two places I play. They're kind of married. They're both uh, controlled by Meta, the company. Mm-hmm. I'll probably post it a little bit more just so people can go. We warned the shop owner. I was like, I'm just letting you know we're going to invite people tomorrow. And he was like, yeah, someone did that already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wearing the Nsika badge makes the people of Ohio be a bit nicer to you. If yeah? You have, yeah, I've noticed that every shop I've been to, they look at the badge and they immediately go like, oh, you're probably a nice person. <laughs> yeah, you know. That's kind of, that's good. That speaks well to like the Clay community because if there were a bunch of like jerks out there, yeah. they'd probably see the badge and go, oh, oh no. Sh- yeah. yeah, yeah, It yeah. speaks well to the Clay community, but it makes me very worried for the residents of Ohio. Like, no badge, you ass <laughs> you ass but badge oh you're probably a cool person oh right. my god oh my god yeah the potters um, are awesome but our yeah. town residents whoa. oh man you that know. actually reminds me i had more and more people ask me about my outfit today probably had the most conversations with folks and honestly it was mostly just people kind of walking up and being like hey like why are you doing this right yeah yeah and i appreciated that because it was it was like i never got the sense from folks that they were like why are you doing this like you know you heathen or whatever um yeah, it was cool. I got to so it was, I got to have more conversations about that. So I feel like the thing I wanted to do, I have done, which is raise awareness yes. about Ohio reproductive rights laws or you, lack thereof. I think you're doing great because you've been wearing it for three dash four days now. Yeah, since um, Tuesday at three a.m. The only time you haven't worn it is when we went to like the imposter party. Yeah, when you were in in like normal street clothes. Yeah, every other time you've worn it, and I just want to say I admire that because I would have been like, F- "This is uncomfortable." <laughs> the second day, and I would have been like, "The cause, the cause is righteous, <laughs> but my body is not." <laughs> I know? mean, I think if the outfit was really uncomfortable, I probably would have ditched it by now. But fortunately, it's actually fairly comfortable. Oh. So it's not too bad. But, Maybe the um, people who wear that kind of stuff got a point, you know? Oh, my God. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you see yeah. the ultra-religious and we assume, like, oh, it's probably made of, like, pure wool or cotton. It's super itchy and uncomfortable. Yeah. But, like, anytime I've worn a cloak, and I have because I'm a nerd, I'm like, this feels good. Cloaks are nice, dude. Cloaks are like, nice. Like, I low-key, I'm, I'm making another coat to just, like, wear out and about because they are, they are real cozy. It's mm. nice. I just, you know, like sweatpants for your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They feel good. Yeah. As I like um, to call them, give up on life for the day pants. I would say it's less giving up on life and it's more embracing your needs for relaxation because that's what we're doing this evening. You're making it positive. It's great. Exactly. That's what I do. It's like taking yeah. off your bra for your butt. Yeah. Yeah. It's like once, once you know, your you know, pants are off and you put sweatpants on, you're like, I'm not going back out. Anyway, I'm sorry. Cause I'm trying to think after, after for flex sake, yeah. um, which was really fun. Like it, like I went up. It was good. It was a packed room. Yeah. I, did I ask a question? No, you asked a question. You asked I, questions. I asked a question, but I, I, I phrased the same way. It actually got me in trouble, and I won't go too deep into you know my yeah, yeah. frustrations with it, but it actually got me in trouble because I, I got to the thing, and I said, hey, I noticed that there's a lot of glazes out there that essentially don't follow the rules of the cone system, and I think a lot of people, when they get a bottle of glaze at a cone 5.6, it is meant for cone 5.6, but I realized that you could take it up to much higher and lower temperatures and still have them be functional. Mm-hmm. For example, you can get a cone 04 glaze, low fire, and bring it up to cone 5 or 1 or 2 or 3, and it's still relatively functional, and a lot of the times it comes a little better. And I know it sounds like I'm speaking blasphemy right now, 
but I promise you, if you put like a little cookie or a little catch underneath your pot and you glaze it and you wipe off the foot properly, there's a good portion of glazes out there that are lower temperature that you can take to higher temperatures. A lot of Mako, especially cone five, six glazes, can go to cone 10. Mm -hmm. And they look fantastic. They have them on their website now, actually, and I got some footage of it. They would show me, hey, this is our new luminescent glaze. Here's it is at cone five, and here it is at cone 10. So I got up there on the Forfluxic podcast, and I just, um, of course, my blanket statement, I said, hey, can you explain to me why cones aren't real? <laughs> They're just straight up not real. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, you can just, like, you can just take anything to a higher temperature. I should have made an addendum to that and explained that uh, cones have a certain amount of leeway and they're not as stringent as they are with their temperatures as most people think. Yeah, like it's not like it's not like you were saying cones are not literally, Re- literally real. Literally, literally yes. real. It's more like the way that we imagine cones governing the way glazes behave is not as strict as we think. Yes, and and I think my statement came out wrong because on the way out I got stopped by this lady who it looked like she was bringing attention to me, to her son and his friend. And she was like, Dante, can you explain your cones aren't real statement? And I, I basically said what I said now. Mm-hmm. I said, it seems to me, based on my testing and a lot of other people's uh, uh, say-so, that yeah, you yeah, can yeah. very easily take lower fire glazes yes. and take them to higher fires, and they come out functional. Yeah. And I phrased it in such a way where I said, it's still a glaze, it's still a code of glass-like chemical that doesn't allow you to reach through the pot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't craze a good amount of the time. It might run a little bit, but a lot of the times it kind of doesn't. It doesn't really change much. You get better color. It's You might not get the desired effect. So when a company gives you a bottle of glaze and says, this will make floating blue, what they mean to say is, this is the amount of energy that you have to put this glaze underneath to get a certain chemical reaction to get this desired textile that we put a picture of on the bottle. Mm-hmm. But realistically, you could take it to cone eight. Mm-hmm. You you'll you'll just get a different thing than what's on the bottle. It's it's usually in my experience, it's usually a bit better. Mm. So how are, did so how did this get you in trouble? It didn't really get me in trouble, but the the guy that I was talking to, I couldn't read him. I couldn't tell if he was like, I know more than you, and that's cones are real, and you're dumb, and I want you to tell me why you think cones aren't real, or if he wanted me to further explain myself because I rattled off a bunch of like reasons why I think they're not real. And he was just like, no, you're... he didn't give me anything. He just kind of sat there with his back against the wall. And for a second, I was like, I can't tell if this is above your head or if it's below your head. Mm. And I think the, the thing that made me think that, like, the thing that makes me think he thinks I'm dumb is I was like, do you want my contact info so we can talk about this later? Because I'd get going. And he goes, no, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go now because <laughs> I was weird. <laughs> uh, I got to my group, and then he tapped me on the shoulder on the way out, and he goes, it was good to talk to you. And I'm like, well, now I'm getting mixed signals. <laughs> now, now I don't know what you want, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, he talked about about the, the Bristol effect and how that works, and, you know, I rattled off all my questions to Matt Katz, and, you know, I got the fix, and I got the information I needed, although um, it's not going to help me in the studio. I, I assent- He gave me the answer of, Matt Katz, that is, he gave me the answer of essentially, like, you're on the right path, but you got to test more. Yeah. You're figuring it out. Because mm-hmm. I have a cone 10 glaze that works fantastic at cone 6 with a little hold on it. Oh, nice. And it doesn't follow the rules that he's laid out for me. Okay. So when I asked him about it, he was like, yeah, it that works that way sometimes. And I was like, no, it breaks the rules. And he's like, yeah, but it still works. Like, if it works, it works. Yeah. You got a cone 10 glaze. You put it in at cone 6. It works. You got the desired effect. You did the math and the chemistry to it. You are correct. 
And I was like, right, but can you explain why it broke the rules? He goes, yeah, sometimes it'd be like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> his answer I, was like, sometimes it'd be like that, dog. Like, I feel like that's something that For Flux Sake does really well is like take the things that we assume to be truth and assume to be laws. Yes. And just kind of goes like, like a cat knocking a glass off of a, of a table. Just yes. being like, boop, nope. Well, that, shattering your expectations. Well, that's the thing about a lot of the chemi chemistry in general, not just glaze chemistry, is that it's based on a, on a set of universal laws that once you learn them, all have exceptions. Mm -hmm. And once you find out those exceptions, you can work within the system to change things, just like alchemy, and kind of bend them to your will to get certain chemical reactions, either gradual or, or immediate or, you know, like something that's a little more volatile. But it's it's the way I phrased it to him. He was just like... Yes, it breaks the rules, but yes, it also worked. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's not supposed to work if it breaks the rules. He goes, yes, it is. Like, uh, it, you just don't know how it breaks the rules on a chemical level yet. Yeah. You know, so so I essentially got the direction I wanted, but not the mm -hmm. answer I wanted. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you got the opportunity to talk to him because I know that was like Made my day. one of the biggest things that it seemed like you were wanting out of Inseka this year is like getting to talk to them. I got little pins. Yeah. And then he threw one to Lindsay and Lindsay was like, I'm not going to use this. And I was like, oh, I have two pins. No, that's not true. He didn't throw one to me. He tried to throw one to you. The he little... Yeah, because he asked like, do you want one? And I said, no, I haven't earned it yet. Oh. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, well now I have two pins. I don't know how you got two pins, but... Because he tried to throw one to you, and he threw it anyway. Did he? He did. He threw it anyway, and then he looked at did, me and... Did I just, in. did I just like not see it? Nope. Oh, that's awkward. So now I have two pins. Oh, I feel bad now. I feel like I've... Oh I, God, I hope it doesn't... Oh God. I feel like a, a Pokemon trainer, and I earned a, like a badge. Yeah. You know what I mean? That like, actually, hell yeah, dude. I met a gym leader oh and he God. was like, oh, you actually took my classes. Here you go. Here's your badge. Oh my God. Now I'm feeling like I insulted him by denying. Do you want it? I'm no. Gonna, I'm going to put it on my apron. No, it doesn't matter. And now it's just about the fact that he, oh God. You know what? I, I can I'm promise so, you he doesn't care. I, okay. I okay, can promise okay, you he doesn't I hope, care. I hope so. Because I, I definitely don't want him to think that I was like, like, it was literally like, I feel like I will earn a badge when I'm where you are, where it's like, I have earned the... I don't know. Like I, I don't know. You know what's? I treat it like treat it like an achievement. Like I'll get. Yeah, it's an achievement. Yeah, yeah it's me, like yeah. achievement unlocked. Like you, you went to the trainer, you did the Pokemon thing. Yeah. And you met the master, and he gave you a pin. You know what's crazy to me is that talk. I talked to, I sat down, and this one guy next to me, he was eating the sandwich. Remember, he was like open mm, a meal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Are you Dante?" I forgot his name. I think it was like Ben. I'm not sure. The, these. It's weird because the ceramic art pod, the ceramic art area is full of like the same archetype of guy that I am, mm. but also in the same age range I am. So like we all have a bit of dad bod. We're like, <sighs> we were once super jacked and then we had a kid and a wife and we're like, well, we sit down and do pottery now while we mm. take care of babies. Yeah, yeah. And so the two people sitting next to me were very much in this, in this vein. And he was like, are you Dante? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I love your, I go to your glazy profile all the time. And you know, another man sat next to me. Um, I actually have his name. I, I'm not gonna check my phone. That's okay. If you send it to me later, I can like list a bunch of folks. Yeah. Bunch of folks. No, I'm just gonna uh, say. It. You, you don't have look to, it up right now. Okay, that okay. way you don't have to do the work. Yeah, no, that's fair. You know I what mean, I mean? So I have some artists that I'm gonna talk about Bill later. Bill Collins. Bill Collins. Okay. His name is Bill. Collins. He sat down next to me, and was like, "Hey, are you Dante of Earth Nation?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "My my group and I, my students and I, we do like glaze safety testing, and oh. you know, we were testing your Lumos glaze." And I was like, "Oh." Like, oh. someone from a school that is a professor who has students is teaching people about and testing with my glazes. Oh, my God. And he's like, yeah. And, and I got scared. I said, 
I said, is there something wrong with it? He goes, no, 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 it's fine. It's a food safe glaze. He goes, but um, we saw a combination of Randy's Red and Lumos that we really liked, but there's five different variations of Randy's Red, oh. and we don't know what you're, when you're using. I can only figure out that you're not using Sue McLeod's Cedar Hill version, and that's about it. So mm. texted the wife, said, can you go through the garage and find my recipe of oh, Randy's Red? Oh, nice, nice. Gave it to him, and I was like, wow. People really be like following my research to the point where they're testing it themselves in their schools. That's so freaking cool, Which dude. is wild. That's awesome. Insanity to me. Hell yeah, dude. I'm so stoked for my you. My dick was so big. Oh my God. <laughs> my dick was so big. And I got to talk yeah. to him as if I knew what I was talking about. Yeah, and yeah. Because well, you do. Cause you yeah, do. he said the next glaze he's going to test is the Eurabium glaze. With the, I have a pink glaze, Majimu's pink. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, we have to test the limits on that because nobody uses... Eurabium or Eurabium. I call it Eurabium. It's Eurabium, I'm sure. But it just makes pink. Yeah. And he's like, no one uses that. So now I have to order a specific test for this mineral to yeah. see the limits on it to mm -hmm. see if it's food safe because yeah. we're testing that one as well. And I'm yeah. like, oh, that's yeah, so yeah. cool. Hell yeah. I feel like I had a similar sort of moment when I went to the podcast after that, mm -hmm. um, which was, uh, it was like a 4.30 or something, but yeah, it was sci-fi world sci-fi and world building in art right and i was like oh my god this is like this, i like i have to see this so i'll uh, i'm gonna like i don't have my bullet journal with me i wrote down the artist name so i'll leave them in the uh show notes who they were but it was awesome because like they got up there and like i heard them kind of chatting like before the podcast actually started yeah about like dragon ball z yeah. and i'm just like i literally texted you i was like dante you gotta get here i couldn't they, do they it like dbc I could, yeah i was and already in my drake album yeah no, no you were you were like done which I is i totally I'm i don't so respect sorry. yeah no oh my gosh no, no i was more just like i think you would enjoy this but it was it was really cool because um like they were essentially i think well they talked about a lot of different things within that whole topic, like kind of talk, like I'd say, especially bringing up how, you know, again, for like indigenous folks or like historically repressed peoples or, or underrepresented people, uh -huh. how um, there's just not any of that in institutions and yeah. sci-fi and, you know, anyway, just talking about narrative and what I thought was really cool about it. And like part of why I was so excited about it is because like, I was like, oh my God, I feel like these people are talking about like where I sort of, well, like, it's like, I wish I had known that these kind of people were in like the art world because between, yeah. between the four of them, like there was like, uh, what is it? P PJ Anderson, I think was, uh, was her name or their name. I'm actually not sure what her pronouns are. Mm -hmm. Um, but she was talking about, uh, like, so she makes like suits of armor out of clay. Yeah, like six foot oh, tall. Like cosplay? No, no, not for cosplay. It's like as art, as like capital A art. That's that's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. So so between her and like the the other artists, you know, it was just this really interesting combination between the four of them of you know seeing how geek culture and like gaming and sci-fi and like all this stuff influences like their lives and their work, mm -hmm. and also like capital A art and how like narrative plays a role in creating that conceptual kind of work. And so it was really cool to see like, oh, this is the con this is like that niche of where I wanted to find myself when I was in college of like, you know, like, I wish I, you had that. I wish I had that. Yeah. And I'm so stoked that they were there because it was, it was like, this is like, I didn't know that this could be a thing. Like, cause again, oh, yeah, like yeah. my biggest issue, especially in college. And I actually was kind of cool. Cause I, I brought this up as a comment mm -hmm. was that, you know, and like y'all listening have heard me say this before, but again, it was, yeah. it was that frustration of 
being in college, wanting to make work that had the sort of visual language of sci-fi and fantasy, mm -hmm. but being given the impression that it wasn't good enough to be considered art. Like capital A art. Capital A art. Yeah, exactly. which, you know, we've talked about that being bullshit, but like, yeah. it is weirdly enough the game that the art world plays, whether we agree with it or not. Yeah, and it's... We're trying to move in that space, yeah. yeah. It's definitely dynamic, and the one of the artists actually said, like, yeah, that those kind of questions are old questions. Like, we don't... We're done with that now. We're done with that now. Oh, yeah, and I was like, bro, she like... Said, them. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. No, I loved it, and it was it was really cool because like the the when I asked them like that question of essentially like how do we how do we move forward knowing that there's this weird dynamic not weird but like there's this dynamic of like how do you, how do we move forward acknowledging that there can sometimes be a perceived gap and real gap mm -hmm. between capital A art and like the like industry of film and video game mm -hmm. and one of and you know I brought up specifically like yeah like when i was like trying to research for grad school i was like there is no place for me like what no. i i literally i looked up a bunch of different programs and like maybe if i were to research that again it would have changed but i could not find one program where i was like i feel like i would fit here no there's there's yeah oh I, oh and just to just to wrap up yeah, yeah, yeah. um how she responded was like they will not accept you until you make them and yeah, i was oh, like yeah. Whoa. Like, I know it's like a simple phrase, That's but deep. it's deep, man. It's deep. it's deep. Yeah. So it felt, it felt really cool to, to have that, to see a panel treated legitimately discussing, uh, d discussing narrative and gaming. It's like, I would have expected to see that panel mm -hmm. at, at, a, at an anime convention or at like a comic con or something like that. I, I was shocked to see that at Enseca, which makes me really happy to know or to think about what could come next. Well, I'm happy that Enseca gave them the space to talk about it. Yes, Because yes. it's not like, it's not like they had like a secret meeting and the art world doesn't approve. It's like the yeah. National Clay Education Conference Association gave national, these people- National Conference. Clay, national Conference. National Conference for- Educate. NCEC, National Conference for the education. Advancement of Ceramic Art. NC. There's oh an E God, in there. Is, there's an it's, E in there. Because advancement is A. Yeah, you're right. No, education. education. National Conference Education oh my God, this is so ceramic, dumb. of Ceramic we've been Art. Here, we've been here twice. This is nuts. Okay, listen. The conference. Okay. The conference. The, the conference. conference. The, the conference yeah. gave people a space. It's, yeah. it's just... Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. I keep interrupting. You're good. Forgetting. You're fine. The other thing with that, too, yeah. with them like making space for that, is that there were no white people on the panel. Like It was one person who um, appeared to be a woman. Like I would just... I, I feel bad. I don't know her pronouns. And... Um, two other male artists and one artist who used both he and they pronouns. And they were all people of color. And I was like, especially for sci-fi and fantasy, which has such- It's usually just white people in it's, space. And especially white dudes. Usually white people like, in space. Yeah. And then white people with like astrology, Wiccan stuff. Yeah. And like, especially with historical like sci-fi writing. Yeah. M so many white dudes. Yeah. It's so many white yeah. dude authors. So usually we went to space and we found a thing we shouldn't have and now we got to deal with it. Who's in it? White people. Yep. Usually dudes Who, with buzz cuts. Who's it written by? White people. White people, yeah. And are there women in it? Yes, and they have ridiculously big boobs and spaceships, and there's... They're anyway. the nurse. Yeah. And the comms, the communication specialist. Yeah. Are they the captain? No, unless mm. you count that one time in Star Trek, I guess. Mm. Janeway's a bad captain. I said it. Um, <laughs> I said it. I'm sorry. I'm no, they were actually, all you want. They were actually talking about Star Trek because uh, Cynthia came up and to the and like asked a question was like 
yeah, like Ahura was like, I remember when Ahura oh, was like yeah, a thing. Yeah. So anyway, so they're talking about that's the kind of that's the kind of panel it was, guys. They were talking about Star Trek. No, it was good. It was great. I mean, I wasn't there, but like I went in and I was like, that's different. And then I was like, where the f- Lindsay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I do also notice as a side point that we were talking about this either yesterday mm-hmm. or earlier today, but you were we were talking about like gender norms and gender titles and whatnot. Oh yeah. And yeah, how yeah. now now we don't assume people's genders are male and female, mm-hmm. but instead I'm noticing a lot of the person looked kind of androgynous, and so they didn't tell me their gender, but I assume they're a they. So we're assuming mm. we're weirdly enough at at times we're assuming people's genders are not the cis versions. You know what I mean? It's oh, like, like, so it's like, like I assume you're a they because you look like you're from f-ing Stranger Things, and it's like no, I'm not a they. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm a girl. I got you. Well, you you just look androgynous, you know? And so like, yeah. whenever I see someone like on the panel, mm. I always think that too. I think, I wonder what their pronouns are, but I wouldn't think that if they didn't present as so andro- androgynous. So, yeah, so yeah. well, I think that's like, again, this is a bit off topic, but I, think that's, topic. I think that's one of the nice things about the whole just situation where we're recognizing that gender is not what- It's not real. Yeah, it's like a gender, gender is a construct. And, and so it's like, I think that's part of the point of like, that's why that's why people like say their their preferred pronouns yes. because then you don't ha- either you don't have to assume and I know I know that's not like totally common yet like well, I think when I introduced yeah. myself on um our the podcast thing that we did like I didn't use like oh my name's Lindsay I'm Dylan I use she they pronouns I probably should have just to like normalize it I mean but but that is the kind of yeah yeah if I'm being real with you I guess I suppose I'm I'm a it's not it's not them they it's like I don't conform to gender yeah, like I'm gender, gen- gender nonconform, but it's only because I understand like like money, it's a social construct. Mm-hmm. Like if I had the choice to not use money and still live a life well lived, mm-hmm. I wouldn't use it. It's just now the space has opened up to be able to just not use a gender. Yeah, yeah if yeah. you feel like it. Yeah, and it's like you know, like the universe doesn't care what gender you are. Society does though, and society is the one who made the construct. Yeah. So you're trying to fit yourself in society in the best way you can comfortably, mm-hmm. and so you use what gender pronouns you want. And I'm just like, I just don't. You call me whatever you. You can call me a she. I still have work to do. <laughs> I don't like that doesn't affect my workload. The fact that you misgendered me, so like I don't. It doesn't matter to me. So I'm 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 not even androgynous. I'm just non gender nonconforming, mm-hmm. and that way I don't care what gender you use for me. Mm-hmm. You know. Hell yeah. If that makes sense. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I don't care so much that whenever I present myself, I'm not like here are my pronouns. I'm just like use whatever pronouns you want because it doesn't it doesn't affect me when you use pronouns for me. Mm-hmm. Like at all. Yeah. You can call me like if I was in the military and they're like you little bitch, I'd be like yes sir. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know like. I think what I think what's nice about like how do I say like like are you are you saying that in terms of like so that you don't you would prefer not to use in- gender at all. Well, I was gonna say like would you prefer to not um. Like introduce your name and then your pro like preferred pronouns. No, I'm saying I'm saying uh, the reason I don't use my name and then my preferred pronouns is uh. because I cares I do not care about a social construct because I have a problem with social constructs in the first place. Mm. I care I care so much not that I don't even care to address them. Mm. Like well, but I mean that in and of itself is kind of I would argue that that's not. That's not not addressing it. That's doing what everybody's done up until this point, which has been assume what I am based on what I look like because of the strict gender construction rules. Those are against the rules, Lindsay. You can't assume my gender anymore. But that, but ex- exactly. But that's the thing is that like I think I would I would argue that like I mean again like you I mean, think like, this normal is, people are probably yeah. like he's a dude. 
Yeah. And I'm going with the flow and that's perpetuating the... No, 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 no. Not, not even, not even like that. It's more that, um, how do I say? And again, like <laughs> listeners, we're basically done talking about clay. We're basically so done like, if you want to skip ahead, this is just an offshoot. This is just an offshoot convo. Point being like, I think what's, what can be tricky about, and I, I, again, like I have not gotten into the habit of introducing myself mm -hmm. with pronouns, mm -hmm. but I think that that's what we should be doing because it normalizes, like it's kind of, it, it normalizes people doing that. I see. So you're, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like when, like when people got used to saying, or some, how some people say, even if they're a uh, cis and are like with a partner of, and they're like heterosexual, mm -hmm. they'll still refer to their, to their like partner or to their like, to their pronoun, to their, no, no, no. They'll still, <laughs> let me finish. Don't I'm finish sorry. my sentence. I'm trying to guess. No, 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 I'm no, trying no. To help you. It's okay. It's okay. I got you. I got you. I'm just like, I'm trying to find my words. So it's more like, okay. Like if I were to say like my boyfriend, Cody, like instead of saying my boyfriend Cody, I say my partner Cody, and I do that because people used to only refer to their uh, to their partner if they were like gay. So people would assume, oh, uh, and if I say, oh yeah, my partner, people are gonna people used to assume like, oh yeah, it's it's because I'm I'm like gay and I'm trying to like hide the fact that I'm gay mm -hmm. or whatever, um, as opposed to saying like, oh yeah, my girlfriend, whoever. But with um, but so I feel like it's kind of the same thing with pronouns, where it's like if you introduce yourself with like, hey. My name's like this, and um, you know, and my pronouns are you know whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that's normalizing using pronouns. And I think you know if you if you didn't care, or if since you don't care what your pronouns are, yeah. you could just say like, yeah, I'm Dante of Earth Nation Ceramics. You can use whatever pronouns for me you like. Okay, so I I think if I were to encapsulate your point, you're saying that you using or addressing my gender, even if I don't care, is helping towards the normalization of it. Yes. Okay. The instead, of, the, instead of being like, I just don't care. And then people are like, yeah, yeah cause okay. to, to me and this, I, I think that this is not necessarily, I'm saying that this is the exact, like, like this is the correct parallel. Yes. But what it makes me think of is people saying like, Oh, I don't care what race you are. Like, it's cause I'm colorblind. It's like, no, oh, yeah, that sets off like, alarms for me. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And to me saying like, Oh, I don't care what gender I am. So I'm not going to, or it's like, I don't care how you address me. So I'm not going to say my preferred pronouns feels a little bit like it's, it's doing something similar. Yeah. Not exactly. No, I, I get the, I get the I don't parallel. Know. I don't know. It's, I mean, again, it's, kin. it's like, it's they're alike, yeah. but not the same. Yeah. I think, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Care. Yeah, yeah. I think if I were to do that for possibly even next in Sika, I would say, I'm gender non, uh, what's it called? Not gender non-conforming? I'm gender non-conforming. You can literally call me whatever pronouns you want, and I am comfortable with it. Whatever makes you comfortable. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, But damn do I wish I lived in a world where it didn't exist. Mm. Damn do I. It's like money. I really mm. wish I lived in a world where, we, like, there was no exchange of little pieces of green paper mm. with slave owners on yeah. them. Yeah. In order to I, give you my worth in society. Like, I really wish we didn't. I, I don't think there's anything necessarily inherently wrong with gender. I think it's the uh, the rules that are then placed on those genders yeah. and the restrictions of like, oh, there's only two genders. Like, yes. no, 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 that's lies. Because like for me, like again, like this, this, you know, I was, we were talking about this last night because part of the reason that I uh, wore like more, this is for the listeners, part of the reason that I wore not, um, not the Handmaid's Tale yeah. outfit on when we went to the brewery is because I was like, I've been dressed in really explicitly 
feminine women's clothes for like days and i'm like i feel the dude vibes yeah i really want to like present more masculine right now and i'm really excited because i've been like learning more like facial contouring makeup to look make myself look more masculine you you know what i noticed thank you You when i came down and asked you like hey does my like makeup look like too much because you know again i'm still i'm still learning yeah and you were like no you kind of look like that dude from supernatural you don't even know how happy that made me i'm not because like so like when i saw you i was like you look like the Winchester boy. Yeah, and that's like, like Dean Winchester is my like like gender hero. Like if I could look like that, he's like what I aim for. And I know that's absurd because he's like you know such a hot like very like clearly like biologically male dude. Actually, I shouldn't even assume that. Point being, point being, like when you told me that, I was like that makes me feel so so good. And so. I think a world, like, again, like, there's nothing inherently wrong with gender, I would say, because I felt really good expressing that more masculine, like, gender. You were vibing. Yeah. You were and, vibing that day. dude, and I was, like, I chat, I was chatting with some other folks, and they, like, a, like they referred, because, like, one person was, like, talking to another person, and they referred to me as, like, they, and I didn't even, like, say my pronouns. Yeah. But they referred to me as they, and I was, like, oh, my God. That's like, what it, I was talking it, about earlier. It's working. It's working. That's what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. People see a, a, a pseudo-androgynous person, yeah. and they just assume the yeah. andro- and- androgynity. And- yeah. They, yeah. They're just, like, you must have a different gender than the cis ones, because I can yeah. see you, so I'm going to assume. And I'm, like, oh, so... We've come far enough to... But, I don't have a problem with it. I just noticed the dynamic change. Yes, I just yes. noticed, like, oh, people are normalizing it to the point where they are now, instead of assuming two genders, they're assuming one of the other genders because yes. of the way you look. Yeah, but that's not necessarily... Like, but, like, I feel... What I'm lived to it, Lindsay. No, no, no. But, like, but I think what's interesting about that is like, I could see there being an argument where then then it's about, like, oh, assuming they, them as a pronoun instead of he or she is just as bad as assuming I mean, he or she. But I, mm-hmm. I think there's some nuance there, and I'm not really... Yes. I'm not fully sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, it, or like, is that what, kind of what you're saying? No, like, no it's, it's not what I'm... I think it's, it's what I'm saying, but it's not the energy I'm trying to put out. Oh, okay, okay, the, tell me, tell I, me. I, en- I enjoy the inclusivity, yeah. but I think if a person was agreeing with me a little too hard, they would say something... Like, well, it's still assuming a gender. You know what I mean? Like, you're still assuming a gender based on how someone looks. Oh, okay. And that is a key problem. We don't do okay. that anymore, you know? Okay, If I you thought, were far I, left enough, you well, would be I like, thought, you're not supposed to do assume genders based on how you look. That's not okay. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I thought That's right. what I thought you were saying. No, I'm just, I'm just noting... I'm yeah. just noticing but, the change in society to the yeah. point where it's normalizing to the point where people are, in fact, assuming not the two genders. Yes. Yeah. Although they're is still sort of room to be like, yeah, we st- still shouldn't be assuming. I mean... Like, like, I, like it's... Uh, there's it's, a little bit, but we've... Yeah. We, this is the baby steps we're taking. Yeah, yeah, and, know, I, and, like, I com- and I completely agree. Like, yeah. like the fact that... Can't we go straight we, to we the could top. go to a... I mean, we could, but... We could. No, yeah, and no that, we can't. And that's the thing. Like, if that, like, that could have been a situation where those people conceivably could have asked, like, could have started to speak to me and be like, oh, like, what are your preferred pronouns? Because yes. I've had that happen. Like, I went yes. to... Um, it was a couple years ago. I was with some, um, uh, just anyway, other other art friends who I hadn't seen in a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them was speaking about me to another person. Started to say she, and then said, "Oh, actually, I'm not sure what their what your pronouns are." Yes. And I was like, "Oh, you know, she or they." And he was like, "Okay." So like that's a situation where like, there, there. I think they're anyway. I think we're both agreeing that things are getting better. We're saying it different. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Things are getting better. There's there's still a thing about assuming a gender. But there's also still a thing about, like, it's okay to ask. And also, 
I got to effectively execute the dude vibes that I was wanting to, and it felt so good. Dante approved. Dude. Dude vibes. Yeah, it felt so good, dude. So it made me really happy. I'm glad you. I'm glad you enjoyed. Uh, was that? Did we just recap yesterday or today? No, we recap today because today. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. We, so we, we did get, yesterday yeah, and yeah, today yeah. technically, but yeah. you're so, essentially getting a double dip a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's a recap of day three technically. Day three. Technically, yeah. Yes. Recap of. Friday, because today's Friday. We'll see you peeps uh, tomorrow for another recap. Hell yeah, bye. Okay, it is now day, I wanna say four? I think so. Because day zero was the flight. I don't even think we did a debrief on day zero. No, 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 we did a debrief, okay. So Tuesday, we did it. We did this at the beginning of the last We did the last video, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Today's day Friday, four. so we're on day. We are on day four. Yeah. And today uh, we started our morning with the meetup at Black Coffee in Ohio. Mm -hmm. That place was great because we went there the day before that as well to like have a little stop. We tried to go get boba and then it was yeah. So so um, yeah. Uh, Leah Harvell has been a patron of mine for a long time. Same. Like, Contact us on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, yeah, so Leah, Leah wanted to get us some boba, and we were gonna go get boba, but it was too far away, and it was too cold. It was hella cold. Yeah, so we stopped by this coffee shop, and it was like, oh man, this place is awesome. Because it smelled really good in yeah. there. It smelled excellent in there. Yeah. And it was very simple, because mm -hmm. it was like, we serve coffee and muffins in different forms. Yeah. Sit. Yeah. And we had been talking about figuring out where to have our little get together for basically folks who wanted to see us, you know, wanted to say hi, but like we hadn't either been able to make time for yeah. or hadn't run into yet to basically be like, hey, you wanna come say hi and hang out with us for a bit? Like, we're gonna be here, come say hi. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really fun. Like I know um, I ended up spending, uh, oh gosh, I need to look up her, I need to look up her name again, uh, Ruby. And uh, so basically, I guess I'll just use their um, Instagram names. So Dryad T. Um, hold on, I'm just gonna make sure I got this right. And they own a tea shop. Yes, yes. So, so Dryad Tea and Pottery. Um, so she came, we chatted for a while. Elizabeth uh, Young from uh, Ceramicon chatted for a while. Elizabeth Young! <laughs> Leah Harvell came, and yeah. anyway, and then and who all did you chat with? Uh, Sharon. I t I t I'm pretty sure her name is Barker. She is one of my patrons, mm -hmm. but please forgive me if I butchered your last name. Yeah. If it's like Barkier or like Baker or something, I don't know about it. Mm. But uh, yeah, oh, she... Oh, yeah, no, sorry, man. What's up? No, 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 go ahead. She um, came by and she pretty much was like, I came to Ceramicon just to ask you a myriad of questions. And I was like, oh, okay, go for it. And we had like an hour and a half to almost two hours of me just telling her everything I know because she owns a studio that she's trying to run and mm. she's running into some technical problems and a lot of them have to do with glaze. Mm. And uh, I was like, okay, well first you gotta get down your minerals and make sure you sieve and make sure you're like, it's a suspension, it's not a solution, so it's suspended in water and you have to make sure you got the right amount of milliliters and the right gravity, we talked about gravity. And then she got into the deeper questions of like, how do you know the purity of your materials? Mm. And I said, they change pits all the time. We got into all of that. And mm. uh, the end of my message to her was basically like, you're going to have to build a connection with your mineral company so that you can keep on tow what minerals change, when and how. And then they will usually supply you with a list of the chemical makeup of like their minerals and what they're made out of. Yeah. On like an element level and whatnot. And you'll, that's how you can tell. And I gave her the example of like, we used to have Kona. And then we had G200, and then we had a bunch of different G200s, and now we have Custer Feldspar, 
And, like, I showed her a picture of G200 and Custer, and one's way darker and, like, Mm -hmm. dirtier, for lack of a better term. And she goes, okay, so it's important. I was like, it's massively important. Your glazes would look so much different with G200. Uh, Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, So we had that talk, and it was... was That's awesome. Good... It was a good... I don't want to call it professor or profession, but it was a good session of me professing to her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there were some other folks who showed up as well. Forgive me if you were listening to this, and I have forgotten your name, but... It was kind of cool. Like we, we put a bunch of tables together and yeah, um, it, it yeah nice. there was like I think five or so, five or six other people who who ended up hanging out with us and uh, yeah, yeah, we, uh, we had a good time. It's still, it's still a bit weird uh, and I don't want to say jarring. Mm. Uh, what's the word? Surreal? Surreal, yeah. It's still a bit surreal because people here will stare at me from like the corner of a room and if you don't, if you don't pass me and you don't approach me, I don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. So like, it give, it doesn't give me anxiety, but it makes me start to make calculations in my head of like, what do they need, what do they need, what do they need? Mm. Because like, you know, if you're looking at someone, you clearly need or want something, or you clearly like, think something about them. Like when we were, had a mm. breakfast on the first day, oh, yeah, yeah. and the group of people came in, and they were just staring at me for a while, until I heard, oh, yeah. and then I heard like, it's him. And I was like, okay, so that's what, the, that's what. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, for a second, when I went into Black Coffee, there was a, like a group of two or three people who were doing that. And I was like, do they recognize me? Or do they just like, don't like my Carhartt jacket? Because usually conservative males wear Carhartt and they think they're trying to like, I don't know, are they politicizing me? Or like, what's, mm. you know what I mean? What's going on? And then they were like, you're Dante. And I was like, okay, good. All right. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, and it's. It's a. It is still a bit surreal that people here specifically will basically stare at me and be like, "You're the f- guy." <laughs> I don't know. Just say hi. At this point, just say hi, because if you stare at me from a corner, it makes me nervous. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's very fair. Because then I'm like, just get the transition over with. Because otherwise, like I don't know. But there's a ten percent of my brain is like, "Are you a danger to me?" Mm-hmm. Or do you just, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think Sunrise Pottery was the person who contacted me. That was the person with the group. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She came over and was like, I just want to say hi real quick. I'm on my way out, and I just wanted to, you know. And it was good. It was a good yeah, meetup. Yeah, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we did that this time. Like, I almost think that if we do it again next year, we should do it on Friday, because it seems like a lot of folks on Saturday were already starting to head home. I agree. Yeah, so we'll, we should do it on Friday next time. But, uh, yeah, that, I'm trying to think. So we sort of went separate ways eventually, so, like... <laughs> So from my perspective, so my like view of how today was, was basically I am along for the ride, like other than... Uh, yes, yeah, I agree, yes. Yeah, because after, oh. after we got together for our little break, you know, breakfast meeting and stuff. Oh, brekkie. A little brekkie. We, we ended up going to Queen the... City? No, we went to the Cincinnati Museum of Art. We did. For the, uh, oh my gosh, hold on, let me look this up. Pottery saved my the, life. No, no, no. The uh, yeah, the Roberto Lugo. Right, and um, he was there uh, displaying his skills. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Like I, I felt kind of bad because I didn't really know who he was, but then you know, going through the exhibition, reading about him and his work, and then um, like seeing him there, it was like, oh, oh, shit. he's yeah. like, oh yeah, that's the he's part. Like, yeah. He's like right there. That's the point of the exhibition. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's to the, so the, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but like I've never, like I've literally never been to like a museum and then have the, had the ceramic artist like there. Yeah, that's that's relatively rare for me as well. Like yeah. if they paid, if they were like, hey Lindsay, come do your art in this museum, so you can be the actual art piece. I'd be like, oh, that's not unusual. It's kind of awesome actually, but mm-hmm. it's it's just like I don't see many uh, studios and or 
museums doing that, especially mm. museum museums, because that was like a proper big yeah, museum that yeah. just had like a dude doing pottery in the middle of it. Yeah, you that know? was really cool. It was kind of neat too to see see the color palette of his work and then see the color palette and the like the design of his actual workspace. Yeah, because like that had to have been intentional because there yeah. was there was like a there was some bright blue, there was some like really like intense uh, kind of almost like maroon. You know, walls. There was black and white checkered. The uh, the workstations had bright blue legs. Like Massively things were things were very yeah things were very intentional. Yeah, so, you saw it and you were like, they did that. Yeah, yeah. There was all of this is see at least as far as I could tell, all of this seemed to be intentional. Or it was like the most beautiful accident. Yeah. That I've ever seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was one yeah. of the two. Yeah. Um, and after that, it was very. You know what? I was. Yeah. What all did you do? Because we kind of went separate ways. So we went to. Well, you went to Queen City Clay with me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's true. We went and back to back to Queen City Clay. We went back to which, by the way, is phenomenal. We went back to Queen City Clay, and I I bought myself a brush, mm-hmm. as a trophy for saying I went to Enzika. And I don't know if I want to make it a tradition, because sooner or later I'm going to be one of those guys who has like brush holders that he just, brushes he just never uses. Mm. I don't want a collection of shit I don't use. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but after that, some friends invited you basically to dinner. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell that story. You tell Oh, I'm story. sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I have nothing after that. I went well, to, tell me what you did. I yeah. went to Queen City Clay, and then like after that I looked at Nico, who is essentially our handler for yeah, this entire Nico's thing. Yeah, Nico's awesome. Nico is like part handler, part like... I consider her like our low key like Show not friend. not con mom but like sorry but like con yeah. cousin yeah because she's like she's like looking out for us yeah but yeah, uh, so so what else when you you just we just, went, we just went home like yeah. that was it and I, then I, and then I, what'd you do I went to Nico and then I was like where are we going after this and she's like we're going back to the house and I was like cool and then I've just been editing my eyes out yeah. ever since because I'm trying yeah. to do a vlog I'm trying to do. Each and every day I want to do like okay day zero of the flight day one right 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 day one is like around in Sika. Day two was our panel and day, mm-hmm. day three is technically yesterday. So, and then day four is also recorded. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then day five will most likely just be the flight home and it will end with me flopping on the bed. Mm. But I'm trying to give people like a day by day connection to the content so they can say, Hey, Dante did this yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm up to date on how the con is. Plus if you didn't get a ticket to Ensika or you weren't here, mm-hmm. I think it's neat for people to live vicariously through the actual footage. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. people can feel as though they're either there or make a decision of whether they want to come the next time. Mm-hmm. And each of those vi- those videos is about what, like fifteen minutes or so? Maximum. They're, yeah. I'm trying to make them ten minutes because uh, I want to say a good four minutes of the, each video are usually pan shots of the travels. Yeah. And they're interrupted with me saying, "Okay, now we're gonna do this, yeah. and this is what we're doing." After day two, I started making an itinerary list. Mm-hmm. So I would put at the beginning of the screen, I would say, here's the plan for the day at this time. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. So that way people know what we're getting as far as watching the video goes. Mm. How long does it take you to edit each video? If I'm really concentrating and like I don't have to get up for food or anything like that and I'm left alone, uh, maybe about four hours. Dang, for one video? Yeah, for well, because like what I do... No, I mean like it makes sense, but I'm just like... Bam. Yeah, well what I do is I... I make the stock footage and I, I combine it with the audio. I sync it up. And then I make sure the contrast and the lighting is good for all of them because mm-hmm. lighting's not perfect and contrast is never, almost never perfect. Yeah. So I modify those to make it look a little more crisp. After that, I go back over the video, which by the way, laying the foundation takes the longest, takes mm-hmm. at least two hours. I choose music that I think is right for the vibe of the video. Yeah. A lot of this is lo-fi, uh, like, tea shop music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I choose the music and then after I choose the music, I add the beginning screen, which is a partially a green screen, and then I add the end screen. I look for my patrons' names if they're new, 
and then I add the pages to the end, and then after I do all that, I then add memes. Mm. And then after I add memes, I double check it, so I watch the video over again myself. And that entire process, uninterrupted, without me, like, playing games in the background, takes mm. about four hours straight. Okay. And these are pretty low effort videos. They're not, like, I'm not teaching you anything. Holy it's just Four yeah. hours for a low effort, effort video? Yeah, four hours is like, I have footage for stuff you would like to see about my life and my experiences of the ceramic art world. And I just added music and some funny funnies, and there you go. Your, your funny funnies are, are, are funny. Yeah. Some people found my, some people in the house found my Instagram, my TikTok, I, I gave it to them essentially, and mm -hmm. they're busting up, and I'm like, okay, so they're funny. Okay. Yeah, no, no, you're it's funny, a, you're funny, dude. It's a good barometer. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Because to me, I'm just like, that's not funny, that's just true. But people mm -hmm. are like, it's funny and true. Yeah. And then after that, you, yeah. we went our separate ways after Queen City. Yeah, yeah, so I had been You trying, left me. I did, I apologize. You abandoned me. Oh, I think you'll survive. I'll no, survive. so, so. Part of the reason I went off on my own was also like, you know, I wasn't in my Handmaid's Tale outfit, so I knew you wouldn't be as worried. Uh, yes, that um, is true. I was yeah. not as worried. Yeah. So um, I had been wanting to meet up with some folks who I met for the first time last year, um, including uh, Nivia, who gave a presentation on Thursday, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, because ours was on Friday, right? No, ours was on Thursday. So it was the day. Oh, so hers was on Wednesday. It was the same day. Oh, same day? Yeah, because we oh, went to right. hers at 1.00. And then ours was at 2.30. That's right, that's right. And I remember right. thinking, like, we have to leave this at, like, 1.40 or 1.50. Yeah, that's right. Ours, we got to be the right two. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So, yeah, so it was her, and uh, I guess I, I feel a little weird saying the names of, like, the other folks, I guess, but I don't, I don't know why. It's probably fine. But point being, I met up with some awesome folks, and uh, we basically went back to, um, we went back to their hotel, hung out for a little bit. It was mm -hmm. kind of fun. We had some, like, really interesting conversations about, like, like racial stuff, to be honest. Like we talked a lot about like Nsika, about like how, you know, it was really interesting that for both our podcast panel and for the other panel, like it was a full room, but yeah. for the panel that was all about and for, um, uh, you know, podcasts hosted by people of color, yes, there was like hardly anybody there. I mean, t technically speaking, the field is dominated. Yeah, but that, but that, yeah. And that's kind of what we were talking about is how like, Potentially we could find, you know, or potentially basically how, how, um, the, how Nsika could find ways to bring more attention to these either emerging or just less, uh, less well-known podcasts hosted by like folks of color, if they're going to continue doing the Nsika podcasting room. Yes. So yeah, so we talked like a lot about that. Um, and just kind of caught up and it was really nice to like, we, like we went out to dinner and then they were kind enough to give me a ride back to the house. That's very nice. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Super, super nice. Yeah. But it was kind of cool. Cause like, I don't know, there's this, there can be, sometimes I feel like when I'm meeting people at the convention hall or just kind of out and about and it's very quick interactions, I feel like it can be hard to, or it's like sometimes, sometimes I can like, because I am actually very energetic and excited to like, oh my gosh, you know, like somebody recognizes me yes, or whatever. Yes. It's, you know, it's exciting. It's fun. So I'm, I'm very like high energy and very like, you know, like, you know, very high energy. Yes. And sometimes I feel a little bad about that. Cause I'm like, oh, like I want, I want people to get to like know me and not just like get to know my, like, You're like my persona, I guess. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Cause you know, I mean like I try and be as genuine as I can be online. Well, um, and you know, sometimes I'll play up like certain parts of my personality more, but I really, I try and rein that in when I notice myself doing that more. Yeah. So it was cool to like have these people that I had met last year, you know, we had exchanged photos, we had done like a bit of a like group chat thing for a while. 
and then getting to like reconnect on a much more slow paced level was really cool. And it again, kind of like intensified that point of like, yeah, like the, the friendships and these connections that we're building at Inseca are, are really special. And it's really cool to coming back for the second year to get to reinforce those connections as, as much yeah. as I'm also making new ones with like being here at the house yeah. and meeting all these, um, you know, so many other ceramic artists. So yeah, being here at the house and I'll reiterate what we said yesterday is, is a, is a phenomenal experience. It's probably the best. And I do understand that it's highly catered, <laughs> but like it is one of the best experiences I've had. What do you mean highly catered? Catered as in like, I essentially, we essentially have our own floor. With like our own kitchen, yeah, and our own yeah. TV, yeah, and our own living room lucky. with a pool table, yeah. like, and like nobody else comes up here. They all stay down there and drink, mm -hmm. you know. And even then, we they're have not like even our own like room. That much, to be honest, they're not yeah. drinking that Just much. Hanging out, hanging out. Yeah. They're not drinking that much, but when I go down there, I'm like, ooh, I got some red faces, um, <laughs> you know. And you yeah. know, my brain is just like, I'm good because yeah. red faces usually want to social interact, mm -hmm. and. Yeah, I just don't want to give people the impression that we're like at some crazy party house, you know. No, we're really not. They're they're actually fairly tempered, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it's just I'm just not much of a drinker because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. like it's like the math is off, right? When you get to know someone, there's a certain amount of social cues and pressures and body language that they've set based on how they want to be perceived or interact with society. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like when people drink, those go out the. F so my, I go downstairs and I'm like, well, now all the math is off. <laughs> like, now I have to recalibrate all that, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you know. I'd, I'd much rather not do the math, especially after a day of tiredness, but mm -hmm. I feel kind of bad that I didn't get a lot of footage of more museums, because my understanding was that we were going to like three or four museums, mm -hmm. and we were going to do, uh, for lack of a better term, museum crawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't end up like that, so the YouTube channel is essentially just going to get like the meetup, one museum, and then I'm be like, yeah. all right, and then I went home, like, dang, dang, you know? Yeah, I mean, this would be fine, though. Like, I mean, there again, folks are, you know, I, I, I... As we wrap up, you know, not like we're, or as we wrap up like the whole experience, right, of Insego, you know, obviously we're gonna have one more day tomorrow, which we should probably do like at our layover maybe? Maybe. Or like as we're walking off the plane or so, I don't know, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out but what time like, to do it, because mm -hmm. then your mom will pick us up. We, yeah, we do have a two hour layover, so, uh, a one hour layover, mm -hmm. so it, it shouldn't be too hard. Yeah. We, I, you know what, I thought that I would do it, I'm dumb, right, because like, planes aren't as loud as they used to, planes are getting quieter. Mm -hmm. And my perception of planes from the ground level to the sky was like, oh, I don't hear it because it's far away. So planes aren't that loud when you're on the plane. But when you're on the plane, you clearly hear the giant machine jet. Oh, home. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, loud. So for like for some reason, I was like, yeah, Lindsay, we'll just do the podcast on the plane. It'll yeah, be, when you said fun. that, I'm like, oh, honey. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then I was like, I don't, I clearly don't fly that much, <laughs> yeah. you know? And well, then I also, got I think it would have been weird to like, we would have... We would have had to be really close and talk like this because we wouldn't want to bother the other people on the plane because nobody talks on planes. Yeah. Which is fine. It's true. Anyway, yeah, so it's just, it it's would have true. been. But I mean, I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm proud that we've been able to be consistent about doing these recordings and then it's just going to be me. We have so much content. So much. We have so yeah. much content. I'm trying, I'm almost like, I, part of me wants to break it up into two episodes because, you know, I'm basically, so it's going to be kind of crazy is between, so, okay. So there's Nsika, right? Yes. And then at the beginning of April, I'm going to SakuraCon for about a week. Okay. And then basically the day after I get back from SakuraCon, I'm going to Morocco for like three weeks. Damn. Yeah. So I'm just like, shit. Like sometime yeah. in the next couple of days, we're going to have to find a couple episodes. Yeah. Worth of, of stuff for the, you know, for while I'm gone. But uh, yeah, it's surprisingly very busy. I'm going to have to... 
I gotta do more updates and stuff, man. I mean, you could easily make this into three parts because if, if you think about it, yesterday's debrief mm -hmm. for day, what, three? Yeah. Was like 42 minutes yeah, by we itself. Yeah, we talked a lot. And that's how long our podcast is, is usually yeah. 42 minutes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's like you could probably easily make more content out of, you know, yeah. you could be in Morocco. And they could be listening to like Ensika Day Three. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. We'll 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 see. We'll see what I end up doing. We'll see how much like audio we actually have. Also, yeah. also Loki. When we get back, I I sincerely hope you stop sniffing so much. Sorry. You no, know, it's okay. I just know I'm gonna hear it on the audio later, and it's gonna be like clear audio, and all of a sudden. <laughs> Dude, it's like really cold and bad here, and yeah. I've been like. This morning I took a shower and I just blew my nose so much. Mm, yeah. And in the middle of the night too, I'm like constantly trying to dig junk out of my nose because I'm like, well, I gotta breathe when I sleep. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, you snore so much. I'm so. You know, you, you gotta lay on your side because it's when you lay on your back. At least yeah. as far as I can tell. Yeah. Also, low key, I think it's pretty cool that we've basically been around each other constantly for the last five days. Yeah. You don't. You don't bug me. Yeah, you don't bug me either. I got like two or three people that don't bug me to be around for a multi. You know, when we talked about the list of like twelve people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Those people don't really bug me to be around consistently. Yeah. Uh, but like, like my friend Howie, love Howie. I've been around him for like months at a time, and I've never gotten tired of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because I'm just like not. I don't know. I'm not competitive and I'm not really argumentative. I'm just like, I have a stance. And if you mm -hmm. can t give me a reason to not believe in that stance, I will just uh, change my opinion based on yeah. information. Mm -hmm. But I'm not like, no. Well, yeah. And when I am like, no, it's usually on something dumb, like tapioca pudding. It's mm -hmm. just bad. Mm -hmm. It's just bad. It's on stuff that doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of life. Yeah. Because chocolate's yeah, yeah. objectively better than, mm -hmm. than yeah, the other Okay, How do you feel about rice pudding? I actually love rice pudding, but it's only because it's basically cinnamon and sugar. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm glad we can still be friends. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Well, I am going to go upstairs and organize the metric ton show. Yes. That is my packing area. Because we're getting on a flight tomorrow evening. Mm -hmm. So. If and we, we have to be out of here by 10 a.m., which is sad. Yeah, I think we'll probably uh, pack the stuff. I'll clean the kitchen downstairs. The food we will probably give to someone else because like I don't need three. I bought like sausages and eggs because I just wanted protein while I was here. Mm -hmm. But like I clearly don't need to carry on the plane sausages and eggs. Mm -hmm. Nobody needs that. Yeah. Can imagine sneak eggs in the plane? <laughs> they wouldn't let that. No. Metal detector doesn't go off and you're like, you got an egg in your bag? Yeah. I get hungry on the plane. That would, that's disgusting. It's not even boiled. That's gross. <laughs> oh. Oh. <God>. <laughs> Ew. <laughs>for today thank you for listening to the mud peddlers with lindsay m dylan and dante of earth nation want to say hi and see what dante and i are working on in our studios check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below you can find me at lindsaymdillon.com that's l-i-n-d-s-e-y-m as in monster d-i-l-l-o-n.com and on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lindsay M. Dillon. And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled, but you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics. If you enjoyed hanging out with us today, or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review The Mud Peddlers and Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners, and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.